Sarah. Hello. John, we're on episode 86 of this motherfucker. God damn, man. It's, yeah. it's been a... It is. This is my 36th episode I've been on, I think. Didn't you miss one so. since episode 50? 35th episode I've been on. <laughs> yeah, I think there was one where it was just me and Anthony. I think it was yeah. like right after we tried that that timer thing or whatever. Yeah, man, that was a... I forgot about that. Yeah. So. If that app still worked, I wouldn't mind trying it occasionally. But uh, yeah, the uh, iOS 11 decided to take that app out. So along with a bunch of other shit and... Uh, boy, I also decided to kill the battery in my phone, which is wonderful. So my iPad remains on iOS 10 and probably will remain so until it uh, forcibly just fucks itself onto my iPad. So. Yeah, mine's on 11. A lot of the sites that I go to like on the iPad are like their video things don't work quite right anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very frustrating. It's, it's very frustrating to use my phone and then come home and use an iPad and it's like, oh, this works. Oh, this is fine. Oh, this works the same as it used to. I'm like, God damn, I miss my brr. Yeah, it's like my uh, my iPad went from or my, my my phone went from like I could go all night at work, like at a 10 hour shift listening to podcasts and it would be, I don't know, 40 something percent by the time I got home or by the time I clocked out to I meant like 16 percent sometimes when I'm leaving. So it's doing something yeah. in the back that it's just sucking my battery dry. Yeah, I'm getting an, I'm get I'm due for an upgrade in April, so that'll that'll solve that problem for a little bit, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hopefully it's just not an iOS problem. Yeah. I, I've got a Galaxy, but yeah, it's you know, it's battery battery problems are battery problems. Oh, okay, it's, okay, uh, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I I'm due for an upgrade, but at the same time, like I I don't like the the lack of a headphone jack. I'm I don't know. Ugh. I I, I I've tried using like wireless headphones before, and they just never sound quite as good as a as a wired set. And I just like I I can't get the diminished audio, audio quality. I can't get past it. So there. There's something like I don't like, especially earbuds. They, they don't feel secure in my ear if they're not if they're, like, because I mean they'll fall out of my ear when they're on a wire. So it's like the idea that they, like if I'm running and they just fall out of my ear is I don't like that at all. Let me I, let, I don't, let me make a suggestion to you. Bose Sound Sport. Okay. Uh, I, I I have been. I mean I in... that's what that's what that's what I that, I use Bose. Like they. They fit very well. They they just occasionally fall out if I'm not, but usually when I'm lazy about putting them in. But oh, it's okay. like, uh, are they the are they like the ones those, with like I, the little weird like like thing on the top that like clips into like the like middle part of your ear? I guess I don't know what you would call that. Yeah, like the like the curve part. Yeah, yeah. It's like a bud, yeah. and then it has like this weird sort of like half crescent on the top of it. Yeah, like a raptor t- toe. Yeah, <laughs> going yeah, on. You know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's that's what I use. Okay. That's what I, like eighty dollars, I think. Uh, if if you're uh, if you're uh, patient on eBay, you can get them for like fifty. So. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm just I've never been a deal hunter. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm. I'm pe- obviously people can get stuff for cheaper. Yeah. Just like yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's a ma- it's a matter of like the the setup I have at work. Yeah. Uh, occasionally, like I I literally had a set for like a month, and I bent the cable or the like the the, the the thing that attaches into the phone. And I was like, oh, fuck, are you kidding me? So I just had to throw that pair away. Like, I could not salvage it no matter what I did. Um, yeah. And so I, uh, I, I found from from Bose themselves, they had them for like $55 a piece. And so I bought three pairs just to have <laughs> as, a, as backups yeah. now. So. Yeah, this has been your uh, Bose sponsor section of the podcast. Hey, Bose, hey, hey, tech, they work. Tech Minute, too. So. <laughs> yeah, te- your Tech Minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, I, I have I have always been a, a big Bose fan. Like when I was, Yeah, um, I, love, I love Bose. Yeah. When I, I was, uh, I'd say like, mid-teens uh my mom took me to 
uh, like an outlet mall and they had a uh, like a Bose store there. And I don't know if you had ever seen this thing where they put you like in a little room and it's like a little movie theater or whatever. And they have those like those big like, you know, tower speakers or whatever. Yeah. And they just crank the shit out of the volume and you're like, holy God. I was like, man, this sounds good. And then it it's it's a goddamn facade. Those tower speakers were <laughs> fake, and it's the little fucking tiny cubes, and you're like, holy shit, this thing can produce sound out of this god? Oh my god! And they just, like, you know, proceed to just blast the volume to, to prove to you that it's that it's, it was those speakers the whole time, and I'm like, I'm fucking sold forever, my god. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, so that's, uh, yeah, that, that's kind of where I've stuck with Bose most of my life. My, um, the, the headphones I use for this, and, um, um, and like when I, you know, sit in front of uh, the TV in the middle of the night and have to uh, put in some headphones is a, a set of Sennheiser, Sennheiser, Sennheiser's, I forget what it is, but Sennheiser's. Okay, there we go. Some conglomeration of those uh, two things I said. <laughs> so they're, I like Sennheiser's quite a bit. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. I'm a fan. Um, but yeah, everything else like headphone wise or earbuds or, or is Bose. Like I just I love Bose to death. Like just it's I, i've got some friends who like love the you know the, the beats i'm i'm more a fan of like the natural kind of sound of things i'm not a huge fan of like the overly strong bass i would rather have something a little bit more neutral and yeah and that yeah. just kind of gets into like what we've talked about before like me with my musical taste like i prefer stuff the way it was meant to be heard not like oh here let me let me let me decide what i like out of this you know yeah, I, I feel like Sennheisers are better for like a straight up if you're just using them for music. But I think Bose are better for an over like in a more wide range of sound. You're kind of like you're like podcasts and and things like in phone phone calls if you so, if you so desire. But yeah, I feel like Sennheisers are uh, better for just straight up listening to music. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely uh, yeah Sennheisers are definitely um, we'll say like they're kind of special specialties. And Bose are, we'll say, like, top-tier uh, utility players, so. Yeah, so, and I would, I always go for utility over, like, specialty. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. I, um, like, that, that night that that pair broke on me, I had to use, I, I keep the Apple set that, you know, comes with the phone in my in my uh, bag for work. Oh, man, that was, oh, God, that was, I was just like, oh, these sounds so yeah. tinny, and they just keep sliding on my ears. I'm like, people use these things and, like, yeah. swear yeah. by them, and they're they're awful. Spend $50 yeah. on something that isn't a piece of shit. Yeah, they just, I mean, it is nice that you get them with the phone. They aren't they aren't awful. It's just, but they're just. Oh, I, I they aren't. to differ, man. Oof. I don't. Oof. I don't think they're. I. I mean, for, for okay. a free pair of headphones. Okay. I don't okay. think they're. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. agree with you there. And they're and they're better than like the ten dollar cheapos you can get at, at at like a Walgreens or whatever. But that's not saying much. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So, jeez, uh, how do how do we how do we get on this? I don't even. I don't know. Did we start talking about anything? I don't I even... <laughs> think so. It's like, I really don't remember how we got on talking about headphones. No, neither do I. Well, this has been your headphone minutes. Uh, so, yeah. uh, long yeah. story short, get some bows, I guess. I don't know. Shit. Yeah, get bows. Yeah. Bows nose. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, actually, the, the speakers I have plugged up to my Mac are bows, too. So, so uh, yeah, there's that. Uh, yeah. Uh, so video games, guys, that's that's what we're here to talk about today. I, I really yeah. don't oh, know yes. how we got on this, but, uh, yeah, so we've... Uh, We've got some video games to talk about. Um, you know, it, it, it's been a month. Um, originally, we were just going to take a couple weeks off for the holidays, and I ended up getting sicker than a dog and just was not able to recover. Um, we could have done the podcast if it was if you guys didn't mind uh, me saying two words, coughing, saying one word, coughing, and then uh, coughing in between the coughings. So, 
it's like a sick beat. I mean, it was ne- it never, we never got the drop. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, yeah. You, it, it, it sorry. A, so, yeah. Sorry, everyone out there that you can get to hear that. It is a mystery sound lost to the ages because it never yeah. occurred. I can, I don't know where I was going with that sentence. So fuck it, whatever. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, John, you, uh, you, you finished Mario Odyssey in the same way you and I both finished breath of the wild. Uh, we, we got, we, we finished the main story. Um, <laughs> and there's still a ton of stuff to do. But you, for the most part, finished it, right? Yeah, I I have not done the last two worlds that are supposed to be like the like the super platform challenges that are supposed to be really good. I've not done those. Okay. So other, those are like the last two things that I definitely want to do. I don't know if I'm gonna hundred percent it, but uh, I definitely want to at least do those. But yeah, that game's really good, Jason. <laughs> it's like I don't. I don't Can like, I? Uh, I talked to. I'll, I'll interject here. I got my three dollars and fifty cents worth out of it, so. Yeah, that's good. That's good. A, uh, it's it is just such a charming, joyful, fun game, and it's the it it ends in a crazy way. It's like it's it's over the top and fun and fun. It's the in the end game stuff is uh, has been really has been really challenging, and 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 almost almost universally in a good way. Some of it's not, I'm not a big fan of. There's some. Uh, uh, it's it goes it leans more toward the Super Mario sixty like the Mario sixty four style of different things you have to do. It's a really wide variety of things you have to do, mm-hmm. and and instead of just like you know platforming like a galaxy or it, like in a galaxy game, uh, which is which they said that in the lineage. This is a this comes from the uh, sixty four Sunshine. New Super Mario, like the I mean a 3D world or something. I don't forget. I forget. Yeah, the, 3D uh, world land ones. Yeah, yeah. That so this one's so and so and generally they're all they're they're fun to do, but they're just some a little annoying ones. Like wasn't a fan of driving a, a little remote control race car one because there's like the race ones is always there's always two you have to do in the master the master challenge is just oh man you gotta be fucking perfect you gotta make a little room for error. And uh, the Koopa races also are can be can can be frustrating, but I don't have a bunch of problem with them because they kind of are the one thing in the game that forces you to use every ability at Mario's disposal to okay. to to complete. And because it's literally get from this point to that point, we don't care how you get there, just get there. It's uh, it's, and uh, you have to and you have to beat a bunch of Koopas that are racing there too. And the master one has a golden Koopa who is uh who uh use who has a more wider range of abilities and will take more shortcuts to get there so and there there are uh some that if you're smart enough you can you can just wipe the floor with all of them and i really i really appreciate that there are some that are just like you have to you have to be on your fucking game and nail every jump perfectly to do it okay and i uh they they are frustrating when you're doing them but i think in the in the end they are in they are a good highlight of just how much uh control you have over mario in this game because <laughs> you have a lot and then like and then also mastering the the long jump hat th- the hat throw long jump jump off hat move is very important <laughs> for the for those races for the, a lot of the shortcuts yeah it's, it's uh, that's what i've heard yeah it's and it's once you figure it out it's really not as complex as it sounds it's uh it, it eventually will become muscle memory. It's not a, uh, it, it, it is, it doesn't sound as, uh, 
um, it's like it, it makes it, it makes more sense when you're doing it. Like it it sounds a little overly complicated, but it's really not. So that's that's been cool. Uh, like complaints wise, I have a few uh, uh, that are just de- design wise. Uh, I think the game, the end game stuff, a lot of the harder challenges are made much harder on the uh, on the handheld and handheld mode. Because uh, I feel like I I have less control over Mario with that than I do with the Pro Controller. It just doesn't feel as good. Yeah, so, I'm gonna uh, agree with you. I, yeah. I, I I I don't know. Maybe just in general, like I have a hard time playing like more involved games on you know in portable mode. I guess with the Joy-Con, like I, yeah, that Pro yeah. Controller, man, that is that is almost a necessity for anything. It feels like yeah, it's and this is wait, and also I honestly think this game and obviously and this game actually. Uh, counter to ha- uh, Breath of the Wild actually looks better on the big screen than it does on the handheld. Like the resolution is sharper, I think. Um, at least for me, it has been. Okay. And uh, so, okay, you know, Breath of the Wild has had the uh, had frame rate issues uh, when it was docked, and it was less noticeable on the handheld just because of the uh, shorter uh, 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 latency issues or whatever. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and the sort of draw distance. I think it had a draw, like it had a less of a draw distance, so okay. I think it had it. It wasn't pumping out as much. You know, I I'm trying yeah. to remember. I don't remember that issue on the Wii U, honestly. Um, I mean, maybe maybe it's just maybe there's no difference on the Wii U. Is it is the thing yeah. uh, there? I I remember it, it, you could. It's definitely a noticeable difference on the on Breath of the Wild, yeah. especially in the uh, like the big open uh, grassy areas with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that frame rate takes a hit there for sure. Uh, Mario, I don't think I've ever seen a frame rate drop in, Mar- in Odyssey. I would probably be shocked if it ever happened <laughs> at this point. <laughs> so it, that, that game is like five gigs, and it, it that makes no sense to me. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that, that's always been Nintendo's yeah. thing. Like They know yeah. how, to, yeah. how to compress data properly, I guess. I don't know what the fuck they do. But. Yeah, it's so pretty. It's so it's a good it, it's great. Uh, oh, another complaint before I forget. Um, I think I talked about it. the motion control stuff is also on the hand in handheld mode. Uh, very frustrating. To oh try yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. God, yeah. I I don't yeah. feel comfortable flinging my uh, my three hundred dollars no. system like in a direction just to get something to work. No, no, I don't. And thankfully, most of that stuff I don't think it's ever really necessary. There's very few. There's very few. T- very, very few times where I think you have to use motion control to do anything, and uh, I, and it was mostly to unlock. Like there's a I, one in particular is like you had to throw your hat up to, on a zipper to unlock it to like unzip it because, which is a silly sentence. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I saw a few yeah. of those. So I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and it's just. Just sitting there trying to fling my flinging my fucking tablet just, just just to throw this hat so I can get so so I can get some coins or whatever because coins actually matter now and you can and there's a lot of cool costumes to unlock that show up late, uh, after you beat the game. There's a, a lot of cool fan service uh, in the end game stuff, especially the final like the the final area that unlocks after you beat the game is. Uh, Unfortunately, it was spoiled for me. You know those paintings that you can go through to go to, uh, like, like, like little sectioned off places of places of the world. If you find like a painting, you can go through it. And oh no, I didn't know that. 
oh yeah, there's there are those in there's one of those in every world, and they lead to a different world, and there's like oh. a small like floating island in the sky or whatever, or a small section. Oh, you know what? Yeah, area. I, did, I, I did see one of those. I did find one of those. Yeah, uh, one of them took me to this uh, in-game area, and this and so I had it kind of spoiled for me before I, before I uh, should have, I guess. But the thing is, you can totally. I didn't like break the game in any way to get to that thing. Like I, you can totally get to it. Uh, very. Like I got to a pretty like halfway, two thirds of the way through the game. I'm trying to, I don't remember the world order exactly, but uh, yeah. So that that was kind of disappointing. It was still cool getting there, and there's still plenty of stuff that it's like it doesn't. It just spoils that it exists. There's still plenty of stuff to see when you get there. So that's I guess you know that. So, but yeah, overall, like it's a the damn good game okay. yeah it's, yeah it's uh, um oh, and, the, and the music's great too but, yeah. it's it's yeah it's it's a, it's a mario game for sure and it's a good it's a good yeah great mario game i would say except i guess I, i've mentioned this before i don't know what it is but the mario stuff just bounces off me anymore it just i if i know how far to get uh god i don't know i try to remember um i don't even have it in my switch right now that i could pull it up and look so um made it pretty far like maybe like four worlds in okay there's like 12 i think okay i i i I feel like i did enough that i got the gist of it and i was like okay cool that's yeah yeah i mean it's it's it's, i spent three dollars on it technically so i was like "Eh, no big deal so there's there's cool later stuff but i mean it's not like it's it's more cool to see i mean you 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 know what that game is it's mario yeah yeah yeah. it's uh uh i was gonna i think i have I don't know, I checked uh, I've, uh, a little over 30 hours, I think. They don't, they don't give exact times on the Switch. I think it said over 30 hours. Yeah. But, uh, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I got 30 hours out of that game already, and I I haven't even got everything in it. So, it's a it's a large game, especially for Mario. But Yeah, 30 hours for a Mario game, I mean, that's, a, that's, a, that's yeah. a lot of game. Yeah, and I enjoyed every, pretty much every second of it. You know, let's take a few hit, few parts here and there. We're not as like some worlds, not as some weaker worlds and whatnot. But you know, yeah. I mean, so, I would have, I would have yeah. never thought that uh, Nintendo could have gotten like a hundred plus hours out of a Zelda game. But there we are. So I mean, you yeah, know, 30, 30, 30 something out of Mario game probably isn't unreasonable. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, Nintendo did good this year, guys. Nintendo did good this year. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all, all hail Nintendo. I mean, I hate to say it, but man, they, they knocked out of the fucking park this year. Jesus Christ. Yeah, now I'm curious how next year's going to go. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, like, you, yeah, I'm a, I don't yeah, want to say a little yeah. worried, but man, because it's just yeah. like, how do you how do you beat, like, probably, like, you know, the best Mario game that's come out in a long time and the best Zelda game that's come out in a long time, you know, in some people's minds, maybe ever. I, how do you fucking top that? I mean, you know what is there next year i mean we're looking at like kirby and um, um no more I mean, heroes i think not next year okay i don't, I don't think it's going to top either of those so um kentucky kentucky route zero is getting a complete edition i don't know if that's only on switch i forget, I forget. it might be on ps i think it's on ps4 too yeah and, um, and you know, pc of trying, course, to, trying to think of games i know about dragon ball fighters is gonna be on there but that's like the worst place to play that game probably yeah, i swear there's something else like from nintendo that's coming out and i can't Oh man, I'm trying. Uh, I know, like I said, there's Kirby and there's something else, yeah. but what it is, I don't. Is there know. a Yoshi? Is there a Yoshi game coming out next year? I don't think so. Yeah, let me look. Because, um, 
No, Metroid and Pokemon are way off because they yeah. think of those games. Oh man, yeah. Okay, so you got to think about this with that with uh, with the Pokemon game that's going to come out for the Switch eventually. Think how many fucking Pokemon there are, and they have to make 3D HD models of each one of those fucking things. Uh, I'm I am just curious as to what what direction they're going to go on that Pokemon game. <laughs> it's uh, that's. I, I want to see that game. I'm just, that's what I'm most curious about, just to see where where it's going. Yeah. Oh, then, there's a, then, yeah, there is a Yoshi game. Okay. Yeah. Is it just, does it have a name, or is it just a Yoshi game? Right now, just Yoshi. And then Kirby is just, is Kirby, did Kirby get a name? I feel like uh, it recently got a, might Kirby have got a name. Kirby Star Allies. Yeah. And, because uh, it, it was just Kirby, <laughs> and it was Kirby and Yoshi. I think when they, I think that was at the Switch announcement in January when they showed those games the first time. Maybe. Yeah, I think maybe, so. I think you're right. Maybe, maybe, maybe it was E3. I don't know. A lot of a lot of happened this year. Yeah, <laughs> so. it, it's been a little tough to keep things yeah. straight now. So. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's. I mean, Splatoon two came out this year. They just released Xenoblade. They just released Xenoblade. So like they've released a lot of their big games already. Yeah, I I feel like they maybe should have held Xenoblade out for until January or something. Like put it. You know, give it, give it, give it like the holiday room to breathe because people that are getting switches are probably gonna want Mario, maybe not Xenoblade, Mario or Zelda. Yeah. You know, that would be that would be my go-to. So, yeah, it's I think they went with that uh, Final Fantasy 15 slot, like you know, with the uh, taking up the month, taking up like the last month of the year when nothing else comes out. So, yeah. I yeah, I I've never looked into sales and stuff, so I can't I, I can't say how effective that is. But no idea. Um, let me see. Because project that project Octopath Traveler is supposed to be coming out next year, uh, right? Right. Blood, yeah. Bloodstained, uh, Ritual of the Night, is supposed to be finally coming out. I guess we'll see if that actually happens. <laughs> they, I mean, there's a bunch of indies that they announced, the the Nindies. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it's a, uh, oh, and I don't. I'm. Tr- I feel like No More Heroes and K- Kentucky Route Zero are like the ones that caught my interest. And don't remember. I don't. I don't remember the other ones that. But yeah, like big game wise, I just don't think they have anything announced at this point in time what yeah. what could they announce smash Bros. Like, oh yeah that's right they also put mario kart on on there this year yeah it's already there oh yeah. god yeah i mean yeah. Yeah. i i you know i i would i would like uh captain toad to be on there on a system that is actually selling and has a life ahead of it so captain toad maybe a pikmin game yeah yeah i mean uh, you know it'd be cool if port over all three pikmin games that'd be i'd be good with yeah that. a new fire emblem like an act on there that that I would imagine is probably gonna be like because they, they they do have one coming but they man I, I can't imagine that's gonna be next year that's gotta be like oh right they do have one they do have one planned that, and that is a switch game forgot about that yeah because yeah. I forget they announced like three different fire Emblem games all at the same time yeah it was uh <laughs> it was, what is it uh, echo shadows of valentia then um then warriors and then and, and fire, fire Emblem switch, switch. yeah so man that's that is I I I, I, I don't know I, I kind of worry about the fire Emblem getting a little diluted, but because man, that's I mean, it, it went from I, very, very, very niche series to all of a sudden it's like we're getting one every year. It almost feels like Wake Awakening was a huge game. Yeah, it was like, yeah. So, uh, if, what what else is? I mean, it's Nintendo. They have a lot of stuff, but I feel like I mean, Metroid. Awa- I mean, I, I can't imagine that's coming out next year. That's got to be like nineteen. I, I can't, bet. I I can't imagine that coming out next year. I feel, I feel like I'd be less surprised if Pokemon came out next year. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess you could just really pretty up, or try to pretty up the uh, the Sun Moon assets and put them on there, but you know they're they're, they're a little I mean, jaggy. They just, I mean, they just did Ultra Sun and Moon, right? Mm-hmm. So, 
I guess they could port those over again. Yeah. They could port. <laughs> they could just port those. Oh god, I'd be so pissed off if they did that. <laughs> uh, and no, there won't be a Star Fox game. There won't be a. Uh, what else? Uh, you know, I'd be okay with them like doing that, like Star Fox sixty four three D that they did on the three DS and putting that on the on the eShop yeah. kind of thing. I could be good with that. Maybe, maybe a maybe a Donkey Kong Country, one of the return like the Return series. Yeah, they did. maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they like you said, they've got a ton of franchises, and I mean, you know, in the last couple oh. of years, they've they you know they've launched Splatoon and they've launched Arms. I mean, for you know what that's worth, and I don't know how I was, big that's killed on yeah. but. I thought arms that reminded me they have punch out and now they have joy cons for punch out. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, I maybe they don't want to cannibalize their arms fans, but I mean, come on. Yeah, I know it's it's (laughs) sitting right there. Yeah. So, you know what I would really like them to do is remaster and rework a shit ton of skyward sword. Like make that game not fucking annoying to play. And I could probably see myself getting back to it. But logging out and then coming back in and like, you picked up a rupee. This is worth it. It's like every fucking dime. And just that, oh, God, I thought Navi was annoying. But holy shit, I wanted to strangle five feet. Could they, is the structure of that game good enough to where minor changes would make it a good game? Yes. Okay. The (laughs) bit I played of it, there was just so much like little shit that was like, this needed something that I couldn't do. I just remember the beginning of that game being pretty bad. Oh, no, I'm not going to yeah. disagree with you. But, yeah. I mean, yeah. they you'd, you'd have to remember, like, they, they trimmed up some of the stuff on Wind Waker that bogged it down. They trimmed up some of the stuff on Twilight Princess that bogged it down. So, I yeah. mean, but, yeah, I, I, but, I, I could but see Wind, But Wind Waker is already, was already awesome, and yeah. Twilight Princess is pretty good. And But Skyward Sword, like, some of the... Is, no, I, I remember right. You had the re, you repeated dungeons too, didn't you? In that game, I believe so. I actually yeah. got to the about the third dungeon and called it quits because I just yeah. I just could not deal with the like the the hand holding anymore. It was getting so obnoxious, yeah. and I, I I enjoyed some of the puzzles, but man, the the Wii like, even the Wii Motion Plus. I mean, I, I think you had to use, yeah you had to use that to play that game, but it it just technology wise, it was not good enough for that game. Yeah, it just. It just felt like a very uninspired Zelda game, other, other than like the art style and I guess the flying thing. But that's that was just sailing with yeah. <laughs> on a yeah. bird instead. Yeah, yeah. 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 It wasn't it wasn't really all that interesting. But man, like I guess yeah. there's there was so much like I think promise in Skyward Sword. It just it just flubbed. Now I don't know how good it would be to go back to after you know Breath of the Wilds come out. I mean, because that's. Uh, Granted, I don't know how often Nintendo's done this where they talk about it being more open and they've looked to Western developers a little bit for inspiration and stuff. It's like, oh, we're aware of this stuff now. Let's try to do it. And Skyward Sword was, you know, they were talking that up quite a bit when Skyward Sword was in uh, pre-release. And boy, that was the total opposite of open world. Yeah, I, I, I do remember that. I do remember that. And uh, also, like, there was a, that game was, like, very important for the the Zelda lore. Cause it's like, it's the first one, right? Yep. It's, yep. Yep. That, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, a spoiler yeah. alert. Fee becomes the master sword. Yeah. yeah. I, no one saw that coming. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, and then Gan is, is Ganon isn't named Ganon that, right? It's like a different thing. It's Man, like a different I, thing. Honestly, I don't remember. Like I, I read through it 
because there's a, there's like I scan through it in yeah. the Hyrule Historia, so yeah, because there's like there's, there's like a main villain, and then I think Ganon shows up towards the end. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. There's a guy who, man, I'm trying to think. He, I mean, if I'm remembering right, like he kind of looks like uh like Magus from Chrono Trigger. <laughs> Maybe I'm rem- yeah, I don't know. Like, I, feel, I, feel, I, feel, I feel like he looked more like Fee, but like a human kind of. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I just completely misremembering. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I, I bounced off that game really quickly. I was just like, oh, I'm yeah. not enjoying this. Yeah, it's. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I don't I think that one just needs to. Be, I think it's I think it's going to be forgotten. I don't know. I mean, you know, we kind of thought that about Majora's Mask and the switch would kind of be the only way to but properly I, but, emulate but like, Skyward there are people people like really like majora's mask i've never heard anyone besides phil kohler say they really like <laughs> skyward sword that's okay that's true yeah yeah i don't know like i said with with some fixes i think there's a good game that's salvageable out of there it's just a matter of it's going to take a lot of work to get it out of there and i mean like i said there there, there was some stuff in twilight princess they took out that that made it i i would say considerably more playable i mean i i think it brought it up from a good game to a or a good zelda game to a a very good zelda game uh wind waker they you know i, I they brought it from very good to you know definitely i would i would say top tier zelda so oh yeah it's a it's a top five zelda i think for most people it's i mean it's number three for me so yeah, yeah so yeah, I don't know. Like, I I don't know. There's there, there's a lot I'd like to see Zelda wise, but I mean that is that is the one I would like to have something that's a little bit more playable that I can go back to and try again because I, I really feel like it's the only one that I haven't put any like real time into that I'm curious about. Like Majora's Mask, I played a, a bit. And I just never got into it. it. Didn't matter the 3D ver- or you know the 3DS version or the original 64 version. It just never got its hooks into me. Um, I played. I would say like maybe halfway, three quarters of the way through the two Oracle games. You know, I finished Minish Cap. I, I pretty much gone through every Zelda game except those, um, you know, those CDI ones. But uh, Skyward Sword is the one that I'm like, I want to finish that. It's just there's so much baggage with that game that they need to work on that. I just, ugh, I don't know. It, it would be a monumental I would task. Like... But if anybody could be up to it, I, you know, Nintendo's the kind of developer to go back to it and maybe fix it up a little bit. Yeah, I would like like a modern Link's Awakening you know, I've never really played Awake. I've never really played Awakening. It was funny like, as, uh, you, you mentioned that, and I was while I was talking about that, I was like, man, I, I would kind of like to see like yeah. that redone, but I don't know. Like, I, I think uh, I, I think it's minimalism kind of kind of helps with with what it is. I don't know if Nintendo could really do Link's Awakening. I mean, and that and there's so much weird crossover yeah. with that. Like Yoshi's in there, and like yeah, it's Ch- a weird game. Chain Chomps are in there. And, I, I mean, that I'm, whole I'm, game is just fucking weird. And then and I, I know about the ending of the game, too. And, uh, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. 25 a, fucking year old game at this point. I think, uh, I think yeah. we'll kill, you know, kill a caveat on the spoilers yeah. there. I, I think in the fact that it has a bunch of like Twin Peaks, like inspiration to it makes me curious. I also I like a like a monster like 3D uh, remake would be crazy, too. But I mean, that's never going to happen. No. You know no, what? Like, I mean, I'd be OK with this like uh, um what is it? Um, a link between worlds kind of thing where they did that, you know, yeah, Something like top down 3D ish, you know, just kind of up, up, update the graphics a little bit. Well, not a little bit, a lot, I suppose. Yeah, I, I was I never a fan of Link Between Worlds art style, but I know some people really liked it. I thought it, I never liked it at all. I, I wasn't but. much on the art style, just the game itself is like what sold me. So, oh, yeah, it's a very good game. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, 
you, you know, you kind of you kind of egg off, uh, you know, one of the finest. Now I would say just the finest Zelda game and one of the finest video games ever made. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you, you yeah, it's I don't know, it's really and hard you, to fuck it, up that formula. Yeah, and you improve and you improve upon that game in some aspects too. So yeah, it's like it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's weird that like, as you know, that being a direct sequel to what a lot of people like consider their favorite and the best Zelda, that. A Link Between Worlds doesn't really get a lot of talk. It seems to have fallen kind of through the cracks, and I don't know if maybe that has to do with it being on the 3DS. Yeah, I, I would say it's because it's on the 3D. It's a 3DS game. I think that's <clears throat> and the I because I mean really a lot of the handheld Zeldas don't get talked about as much as the as the console Zeldas do. Yeah, like, that's very like, true. I think Awakening gets the most, maybe. And I think it's just and, because of how weird and subversive it is. Yeah, like the Oracle games. No, people rarely talk about the Oracle games. Mm-mm. I've never I've never played either one. Uh, I really like I really like Minish Cap. Um, I'm one of the bigger fans of Minish Cap. I think. And yeah, no I had one a lot really, of fun with that one. Yeah. Uh, no one that like. Uh, and then of course Hourglass and Spirit Tracks Ooh, rarely yeah, get brought up. I those. So. Yeah. I, I I maybe I'll be the no I don't know. I don't I don't think it's a like that you know much of a divergent opinion from people but I don't think those two are very good honestly so I think yeah, that's why they don't get talked about a lot. Tracks. Is bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it might be know. it might it might be the worst. Like CDI Zelda aside, like the obviously terrible games aside, the worst mainline Zelda game is probably Spirit Tracks. Yeah, maybe I, I would put Skyward Sword close second, probably. Yeah, I think I'd. I think just because I, it's on a console, I'd rather play Skyward Sword than I would Spirit Tracks. Yeah, I mean, but, I don't, and I, I think a lot of uh, Skyward Sword for me. Um, the issue is the motion control thing. Like, I I so do not like motion controls. I am really not yeah. for motion controls, yeah. and yeah. it yeah. tethering itself to motion controls as heavily as it did. I mean, like I I remember when like Twilight Princess came out. Um, up until that point, um, basically you could play every single Zelda game on the GameCube. Um, that that it came out up to that point. Um, yeah, you had Wind Waker, you had Twilight Princess. If you had a uh, game or the Super Game Boy player, you could play all of the the um, the Game Boy and the uh, Game Boy Advance game games. Yeah, well, I guess there's like yeah, yeah. That's how I played. That's how I played Minish Cap. I yeah. played it on, a, on a, actually. I played it on a GameCube. And then you could play uh, uh, Link to the Past, the game, the Game Boy Advance version. And then um, there was that the the collector's edition thing that had Ocarina, um, Majora's Mask, and the first two Zeldas. I'm wanting to say so. And then you could also do okay. the. Uh, for the first two Zeldas, you could also do the, uh, oh god, what is it? The the, the black box uh, NES things that came out for the Game Boy Advance. Oh uh, uh, wait, the oh I was thinking I was thinking a NES remix, but that's uh, that's skipping. Wii U. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was basically just like NES games like put on the on the Game Boy Advance with kind of a bad screen ratio thing going on. But anyway, um, yeah. So it's like up until then, it's like everything you like everything there like you could play it. You know that that series or that series whole history on one console and as soon as they latched onto motion controls and um and touch screens it sort you know it, it broke that and i think part of me thinks like that i don't know not a not a huge mistake but it definitely hinders the ability to play some of these games further down the road once they got a, once they get away from that technology i mean you know neither of us are fans of spirit tracks or phantom hourglass but i mean i don't know i mean i guess you could technically play them on the switch but you'd have to play them in portable mode but I mean, it, it basically locks those games out forever once the 3DS goes away. Yeah, 
And it's and, uh, that's, a, that's a shame. I mean, the Wii U had a functionary, we'll say at best, uh, method of DS emulation. But, I mean, I don't know. Uh, uh, like I said, that's that's why I don't like these gimmicks. That's why I don't like gimmicky controls because then it, it, it locks it out from future releases of uh, as far as like emulation and re-releases goes. So yeah, and and just like to like uh, you know the the basic the basic problem is I just want to play it with a controller. At yeah. The end of, <laughs> at the end of the day, like the like I there's, there's a very set way we play video games and it it's worked for thirty what 30 years at this point yeah, yeah. since that's since uh what since controllers have been a thing like <laughs> yeah, right like the, yeah so it's and they work and they've been perfected like i was i'm still i'm still surprised that they were able to improve on the 360 controller like so obviously they we haven't quite gotten there yet so yeah there's always room for yeah. uh yeah. you know improvement but yeah I, I think for the most part like the yeah. Super Nintendo controller has been the basis for everything that's come since, you know? Yeah. I, I, yeah you can just look yeah. at that and just, like, everything as far as, like, ergonomics go and everything. Like, that's just the way video game controllers have kind of advanced since then. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I agree. Like, I, I personally don't like the gimmicky stuff. Um, you know, the touch controls thing was a little <laughs> overdone. Um, Toilet Princess, I, I think, did it as best as they could, I think or as best as you can do it and still have it in there where you just like, you can just like, you know, flick your wrist and you're swinging the sword like that. That for me was fine. It's the whole, like, you know, trying to do one-to-one movement that is just like, Oh God, this, this is too much. Like, yeah, I just couldn't do it. Especially like, as you got a little further in, there's the parts where you have to like hold the, in Skyward Sword, where you have to like hold the sword straight up, and you have to sit there like actually point the Wii remote like straight. You, you start feeling a little ridiculous doing that. It's okay in like yeah. a WarioWare, like Mario Party sort of thing, where you know the whole thing is like you know you're you're, you're being silly with a bunch of friends around you. This is a solo experience, and you, you nothing feels weirder than you sitting there holding a Wii remote straight up when you're totally by yourself, and you just have like your cats looking at you like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wii Sports was cool though. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. disagree with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but again, that's something simple enough that you could very easily emulate that with a Joy-Con. So. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of another hit or there. We've got, we've got one-two switch already. I don't know why you'd want Wii Sports. That's that's very um, true. That's very true. Why yeah. would I want something confident when I can have something uh, just disgustingly overpriced and not good? <laughs> <laughs> and it was on, uh, my, my daughter was trying to talk me into it. I was like, no. Like, normally she can talk me into anything. She was like, but Daddy, want to play it? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> Daddy, please? I'm like, nope. No, but I thought we could have fun doing it. I'm like, nope. I will buy you both versions of Pokemon before I get you that thing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I will spend 80 fucking dollars on Pokemon and before, or two di- different things of Pokemon for you specifically, because I've already got Ultra Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Moon for myself. So, uh, yeah. But, you know, it's like, I, I would get her both you. versions of that of game. You do. For her, for her only, before I got one two switch. So, even on sale, I am not buying that game. Like I said, that game could be five dollars. I might pick it up. That'd be the. That'd be. I think that's my point of entry. I don't think I'll ever. Pick, I don't think I. I don't think I'd even get it then. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, that I. I, I said I think that would be my point of it or my point of entry. <laughs> so there's uh yeah there's a lot of uh yeah so anyway um so Mario Odyssey is pretty good. Huh? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Mario Odyssey's good. Uh, God damn it, yeah. 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 Way off, um, way off here. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> what? Uh, I also, switch wise, I played Battleship Brigade. Uh, a few chapters I've played about halfway through that, I think. It's not a particularly long game. It's uh, anime Top Chef, basically. Anime, I- anime Iron Chef, sorry. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. It's, uh, and it's a, it's a solid little game. You know, you got your, you play as this, uh, battle chef named Mina and, uh, battle chefs go out into the wilderness and hunt their ingredients. And then they bring, and when you, you out, you out and fight monsters and, and take their stuff back and you, uh, do a match three puzzle game to, uh, to cook the food, kind of simulate stirring the ingredients. And then there's like. You have different pans and stuff, or uh, like that emphasize different types of ingredients, and then the judges will like, I want a fiery dish, or a watery dish, or an earth dish, or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and it's uh, it's cool. It's got a really cool like watercolor kind of art style going on. The story is charming. It's like if this was an anime, I probably would watch. It. I probably would have watched it. Like it's a very it's a very charming thing. It looks and uh, as the the. It hasn't been super hard. I've I have not failed a uh, competition, but uh, it's still like it's still frantic enough because there's a timer going out. On the, like you have to catch your you have to kill and get your ingredients and make the food all within like an eight minute time limit each time. So, and so that that so it's cool. Yeah, it's uh, I've like I said halfway through it. Uh, yeah, I don't think much else to say about it. It's uh, twenty bucks. Um, I think it's totally worth it, especially especially if you like puzzle games. It's a solid one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm um, not. I don't know what it is. Like, I I just I just do not like puzzle games. I I, I don't know. I need, my brain I need is just not like, wired for them. Yeah, I need like other layers on top. I I do not just like regular puzzle games. I need more layers on top of it for me to even consider it. But uh, like there, are, but there have been a handful that I really liked. Like last year, really, I loved The Witness and got obsessed with that, obsessed with that game. So just like certain ones, but okay. uh, and then other than that, I oh I finished Wolfenstein. Uh, that game has a hell of a story. A, a, a game there is there are moments in that story, constant. There are just just constantly. Those cutscenes are very well done. The performances are really well done. It's well written, and. Uh, uh, there's like about halfway, two thirds way through the game, one of the, like one of the more jaw dropping moments I've seen in the I've seen like just re- moments I've seen in the game, uh, in a long time, very long time. <laughs> it's so that's story A plus, like the but the actual playing of the game is where you start running into issues, <laughs> and that's like because it is not the encounters and the difficulty and the difficulty of that game are not well balanced at all. It is way too hard for its own good. It like. What were you uh, What were you playing on? Uh, initially, I played it on. Uh, it it defaults to the second of six or seven difficulties. Okay. Default. I think there's it defaults to the second one, and it said this is for like casual casual gamers who uh, have maybe have played a shooter or something something, something along those lines. Oh, and the third one that was, was like, too hard for you. No, and the third one oh. was. Your uh, experience, experience with shooters. So I went with that one. Okay. And because uh, I play a lot of shooters, I played Doom on hard mode when I started Doom. I beat. That's how I want. So I mean, I I like fast paced shooters, and uh, it the hit detection in that game, uh, and like the 
it telling the, the game telling you that you are taking damage it is not good at it, it yeah is, i remember you complaining about that like you've you found yourself dying a couple of times like just like oh wait hey, okay yeah fuck. yeah like because your your health and your armor will drop super fast and also there's like a conceit early on in the game uh for why you, you'll have less health uh you'll have um actually less base health than you than you should have mm-hmm. so save a smaller health bar early early in the game and uh so yeah you'll you you go you go down fast in this game and it and i felt like it wanted me to be stealthy but it does not give you the tools to be for it to be a good stealth game like there is no mini map there is like very like the awareness meter is uh you can i think it's only on characters you're looking at like i have no idea like i multiple times in the same area i would have guards uh, ai path uh right behind me and catch me while i was trying to sneak on someone else like from in uh, multiple different ways like it kept happening in different ways and i had no way of knowing they were coming and yeah and you and then like and they just throw enemies at you there if you don't kill the commanders which is in the in the first game it was like this too uh the alarm will keep going and they will just not stop coming and uh so it's always a mad dash to kill those guys, and so eventually I, because I, I wanted to see the story through, and I was getting frustrated, uh, and I bumped it all the way down to the, to the easiest difficulty, and uh, uh, and at that point I was a murdering machine. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, although I did actually die a couple times with difficulty. Oh, Christ. Uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There were a handful towards the end where I I I died. It was mostly me being uh, lazy at that point. But I did die a couple times. Uh, I there are, there are there's maybe one combat encounter that sticks out in my one or two that's really stick out in my mind, uh, and mostly for them being longer than they needed to be by a lot, <laughs> and uh, a lot. Of, and then I, as I was doing them, I'm like God, if I was doing this on a higher difficulty, I don't know if I would have finished this fucking game because this is just this is just relentless, and uh, like that like they for how hard they were, they seem to have worked on this story. They really don't seem to want people to see it. Like, well, I can, like, <laughs> like the, it's like, because I really like this. Like uh, BJ is a really good character. BJ Blazkowicz is a really, really good character. <laughs> and, uh, he is, and there's a lot, he is, his, his inner monologue is always really interesting. Like he, he is going through some rough shit. He does not think he is going to survive for very long at, early on in the game. He is uh, dealing with the idea of dying young for for a very uh, good chunk of the early game, and it is it's some it's some he- that game's got some heavy stuff in it, juxtaposed with some really ridiculous shit that I don't want to ruin people because it it um it is some some of the funnier stuff I've, I've seen in a, in a game in a while too, uh, but yeah, like just the like the the game part of the game is is frustrating and not as good and it should be better like if this game like and it uses the doom engine i believe uh which just makes because you move so fast in the game that i want to play it like doom like you you fucking you you book it through when you're running and there's in the melee kills like if you uh, you can instant kill most enemies uh, most smaller enemies with or basic enemies with melee kills and uh but you take damage while you're doing them oh okay yes and you get you get stuck in the animation if you do it i believe i don't remember if you can i think you get stuck in the animation 
so you can get killed while you're trying to melee someone to death. Uh, so, so yeah, there's just a lot of just a lot of frustrating stuff. Also, the end of the game is kind of anticlimactic. It's uh, like the very very end, and the oh, end credits have possibly the worst end credits song I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> it is a spoiler alert. It is a metal cover of we're not going to take it like a modern. I was modern... just going to say you, you could have just said metal and I would have probably checked that yeah. out already. <laughs> so. It's like a modern metal cover of we're not going to take it. And it, and I think, it, I think it repeats itself. I think it, I think it starts over halfway through the credits. I think it goes through twice. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a bad song. Oh boy. <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> it okay. is a, it is a disappointing way to end that game because there, but there, but there is, if I I, th- I think the story is worth playing through that game to see, I think it is very good. I think it I think it tackles uh, some some issues that this country uh, has had for a long time, and it does it in a in a good in a smart way. And uh, it does. I don't feel like it is. I don't feel like it's pushing in any sort of agenda too hard, like the. Uh, I just feel like they're, you know, anti-Nazi, and I don't feel like that's a really hard agenda <laughs> yeah, to yeah. push too hard. Ooh, what a but, stance. Uh, it, yeah. So, what a hill to die on. It, yeah, it's... But, like, seeing Amer- uh, the United States um, kind of, uh, you know, give up and bow down to the Nazis and what, what takes place in the country afterwards, I think they do a really good job of showing that stuff. And it's... And honestly, you know, it's very, it's, you could, the scariest part, you could totally see, see it going down that way. That's the, yeah. So that's like, it's, we, we we like to think of ourselves as rebels, but let's remember that was 200 plus years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, you know, so I, it's a game I recommend with caveat that, you know, it's maybe as a game, it's not as good as it should be. Yeah, which is so disappointing. Yeah, yeah, because that first one yeah. was, was just mwah, just I loved it. Yeah, it was, it was. Yeah, the first one I think was balanced better. I think it. Uh, I'd have to play it again. I think to see. Make sure. But, yeah. Yeah. The I. But after after playing uh, Doom, it's even and, and they're different games. Like Doom is a different different style of shooter even than uh, you have. I I think I just missed the freedom of movement you have in Doom compared to this game a lot of the time. Because it just felt like it felt like a, a corridor shooter with like the movement of Doom, and a lot of a lot, of, which is it's you're just too fast. And also, even and then there were a bunch of there were also open areas that were confusing, and I would get I'd get lost in them occasionally trying to figure out how to get get out of the area. Oh, <laughs> okay, like, well, yeah. So so they, it 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 has problems. But you know there there is still some very good there's very good stuff in there that I think people would like. Would okay, like. so for a guy like me, you would just recommend easiest difficulty level and just enjoy the show. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. very very much so, and I think you will have a good time playing it. Like I'm complaining here, and I still enjoyed playing it. Like event on the easy difficulty because it's like you just you just fucking laying waste to Nazis at that point. Just you I, I you you are t- you are terror Billy as they love to call you at that point. <laughs> 
I think it's also a problem. It's like they refer like the Nazis refer to you as this fucking killing machine and like you're built up as this killing machine and then you get like dropped in like five seconds <laughs> by some by some low level asshole. And so it's just like <laughs> Well you do have to remember and, that uh, you know, every time you die, that is an alternate reality that ends for you there. And, you know, you, you get you respawn and of course that's that's the that's the real reality. So that's all they remember. Yeah. <laughs> or some such fuckery, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh so yeah that's uh uh i i might write a review for it i've kind of been busy so but yeah. uh i i kind of have an i have one in my mind i don't know but uh so that's that game that's that's pretty much what i've played um overwatch got a new character you know it's a, she's i've only played her i've i played her for the first time last night so i don't really have much to say so because uh, i hadn't played it in like a month but, uh, other than that kind of weaned yourself back it. into it or trying to wean yourself back into it a little bit anyway yeah, just a little bit i i i still love overwatch but you know i i i i am not fun. yeah I, I i will play it every now and again still because it's a fantastic game and my friend and i have a bunch of friends to play it with but you know we we're we're all looking for like new games to get into too yeah We've, uh, i mean i put 200 hours into that game you know, so. <laughs> i know that sneeze at it so yeah. Well, something I put about, uh, I'd say, 35 hours into uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. Okay, I do want to talk about this game. I have okay. not played it, but I do want to talk about this game. Okay, so <laughs> let me start off by saying um, I, I'd i like to think of myself as a fan of the Assassin's Creed series. Now, let's, let's put this in perspective um, that I own, I think, just about all of them. But really, the only ones I've played are 1, 2, Brotherhood, and about an hour and a half of Revelations. Okay. Okay. So, so you play. I, you, I really you play, you don't understand the... how I consider myself a fan of the series, and I have played so little of it. Uh, I mean, I guess at this point, like, there have been see the first three revelations for so three, and then then actual three would be the would be the fifth one, and then uh, Black Flag. Wait, no, is there one before Black Flag? Let me see. Okay, so there's revelations. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll three. say I didn't, we'll just say I didn't play that. Yeah. Uh, three. I want to say black flag is the fourth one. There's rogue black, black, black flag is four. Okay. I, I just, I don't, I'm trying to remember if there's one in between three and black flag. No, I don't but, believe uh, so. Um, there okay. is rogue, which was the one that was strictly on the 360 PS3, which is kind of strange. Yeah. It came, um, and, and, and unity came out, they came out at the same time. Okay. That's right. Yeah, uh, unity, that's, um, that's, that's five. Yeah. What's the, what's the one after that one? Syndicate, which is a very, Syndicate. which is, is a then, very good one. Then there's Bloodlines on the PSP. Um, I mean, I mean, if you if you want to if you want to count that, there's multiple uh, handheld ones. There's yeah, Liberation. There's uh yeah. Well, that one ended um, up with the I think it ended up on the Xbox One too, but I, that one also did get a PS4 yeah. port. There, so there's there's the the China is like the blood. The there's the yeah, three, uh, the chronic the chronic the Chronicles ones. Yeah, yeah those, so that's we're on eleven. I've 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 never played a handheld Assassin's Creed, so you know. Okay, so uh, so we're, so we're on eleven there, and then there are two DS games. I want to say we'll say one just to be on the safe side. So we're looking at twelve that I haven't really played out of, and I played yeah. three. Well, that's, and I mean, if you include Origins now, uh, four, and so four out of sixteen. Yeah. I, I consider myself a fair weather fan of the series. Okay. Uh, and I'm not. If we're, I would only count the mainline ones. If we're just gonna count like all of them, including handhelds, then obviously I haven't played that many. 
Okay. Let's see, I've played, I played one, I played one through Brotherhood. I had, I played Revelations for like an hour or two, so I will will not count that one. Okay. I I love Black Flag. It's my favorite. I played the shit out of that game. Um, never touched Rogue. Barely touched Unity. And I love Syndicate. Also, three barely touched three. So I mean, I'm pretty much the same boat you are. Okay. Yeah. I, I, was also, say, you don't sound, I mean, you, you've got a couple on me, but. Yeah, uh, like, and, yeah. So, and this this one, it's been this is the two this is the big two year break Assassin's Creed. This is like after their uh, yearly cycle they they've been on since uh, Brotherhood. I think. Yeah, yeah. Because actually, I think it was yeah Assassin's Creed two, and then Brotherhood came out a year later. So yeah. So and Brotherhood was twenty ten. I want to say so. They were a good uh, five years. So good of a yearly Assassin's Creed games. One one year they had two in the same year. Yeah. So Yeah. So Yeah. And then, and then they, they, I'm just talking about the console ones too. Yeah, the yeah, so, the main the main line ones basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, I mean, I guess I don't know if Rogue is technically a side story as it is. So but whatever. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah. We yeah, we know what we mean. Like the the full 3D open world ish yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the the full the the Full package yeah. Assassin's Creed game. So anyway, yeah. so Assassin's Creed Origins. Um, the main reason that this thing kind of drew me in, um, I want to say, is going to be the setting. I, I, I we've talked about this before, but like you know, I I, I love history stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I do too. I, I you know I go to sleep to history documentaries or nature documentaries pretty much every day. Um, I was going through the series of like Africa's ancient civilizations or whatever, and. Um, I was trying to use that as my kind of go to sleep, you know, not off, watch it for 10 minutes and fall asleep. I, and I would end up like staying up for 40 or 50 minutes watching these things and be like, I, this is not a good bedtime show. I'm staying awake watching this thing. So, but the first episode <laughs> was on Egypt. Um, so yeah, anyway, um, so that's, that's sort of my thing. Um, or what brought me into it. The secondary thing was the, uh, you know, RPG elements, which, you know, I mean, you can say that just about nearly every game these days, but the way they were kind of bandying that phrase about, I was like, Ooh, okay. 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 So we've got kind of what I liked about Assassin's Creed is kind of the cool exploration, free running, uh, sort of thing, uh, with, you know, some, some weird, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to say alternate history, but I guess, you know, alternate, uh, you know, fan fiction history sort of thing going on. Um, yeah, with some RPG elements in an era that I'm like absolutely fascinated by where, you know, it's, it's sort of the, the beginning of the end, maybe, maybe more towards the, I don't want to say, let's say this is the final book in the Egyptian empire and we're in the last, we're in like the middle of that book basically. Yeah. When I've seen, this is like the cities are kind of crumbling from what I've seen. It's not, this is not height of Egyptian empire. No, no. And and we're literally like on the very edge of this thing, like all falling apart because Cleopatra's in play in this game. So, you know, and she was the, the last of the Pharaohs. So, yeah. Um, you know, I, I, so the first, the first segment, you end up in a temple, um, and you just end up, I, let me see, you end up like in a fight stronger than you, you know, uh, yeah, stronger than you are, once you get out of this fight, you know, it just sort of does that thing to kind of like give you a little bit of a taste of like what's to come. It Metroids you or like, yeah, uh, Vinny Caravelle of giantbomb.com coined the term and abilities. So, Oh, okay. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. yeah. That, that doesn't really like roll off the, uh, I don't want to, I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I would have a hard time discerning that unless I knew specifically what that, what, what that meant. So, cause it might just come across as sounding like abilities. 
especially if uh, you know you're like me and you listen to podcasts at like one and a half, two times speed. That would just come across as abilities. It's like what? Yeah, but that's a but that's a weird thing to do. So it's you know. I still that's how I that's how I ingest as many podcasts as I do. So hey, you try sitting through six hours of uh, of a hardcore history podcast. <laughs> At one time speed, Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's, and then remember where it is because there's no natural breakpoints. So anyway, uh, so, uh, so you end up, uh, you know, th- th- this whole game's premise is this: this is the origins of the assassins, if you will. You know, and taking on the name there. I I, I was always kind of interested, like as to like how this whole thing like came about. I as much as I didn't like Desmond Miles, uh, the I guess uh, present future t- or you know protagonist for the first three or four games um as much as i wasn't into him i was into like what the assassins were and what they were doing and like i said just all this like you know want of a better term you know fanfic history sort of stuff uh, conspiracy theorist or history um and it brings you to the village of siwa which is where bayek the you know the guy you control for most of the game um he's from and it's just this little backwater kind of dump and you're introduced to, you know, you, there's Greek oppressors, basically. Uh, you know, Greece has conquered Rome, or, let me see, sorry, the Romans come into this too, so there's going to be a lot of, like, me kind of transposing some of these occasionally, but, uh, you know, Greece right. Greece has already conquered uh, Egypt, so there's a lot of melding of the two pots, basically, at this point, so. Okay. Um, the, the current pharaoh is actually Greek, so, uh, Ptolemy, the first or the second i forget which one he is but anyway it doesn't doesn't really matter uh actually one of the first like little side things you kind of come across um is you happen to go by a statue of of the current pharaoh ptolemy and it's uh, like a little marker pops up to just destroy it so you will find these statues kind of throughout egypt and your just thing is just to go and just wreck these things which is kind of kind of a nice little thing of like oh fuck this guy <laughs> so <laughs> okay um you know sort of and that's a big thing with like um i I don't know how familiar you are with the like Egyptian things, but like when you start like defiling their monuments and everything, that is sort of like a way of like erasing them from even the afterlife. Basically, um, a lot of the oh, is it? Um, man, I am drawing a blank as to uh, Tutankhamun's uh, father was, but there was a lot of just erasing him off of, um, um, you know, erasing a lot of his monuments, erasing his face, his name, basically just trying to effectively destroy him in the afterlife and destroy him from the, the record of Egypt's history as uh, they, they went back to the, you know, the gods they worshipped before instead of the direction that he was trying to take them in. So, but anyway, uh, yeah, like I said, this is all kind of, this is all stuff that's nice little bonus stuff if you know this part of like Egypt. Sure. But yeah, yeah I mean, this is all stuff that it's just like, hey, fuck this guy. Yeah, you know? it was. It was like in uh, Black Flag. I, I know a lot about pirates, so seeing all the different all that all that different stuff put together was really cool. But yeah, okay. you know, it's not it's it is not required to play an Assassin's Creed. This is always not required to play an Assassin's Creed game. It's yeah. just little nice details. Yeah, so. it, it's stuff for if you dig a little deeper or know you know beyond the surface level of stuff, it is kind of cool to like have it there. Um, anyway, uh, so I don't want to say like my big issue with. Um, initially with this game was it controls a little differently. And like I said, it's been quite a while since I played it, a real Assassin's Creed game. Um, I was very, I was very much used to the, uh, the, the like the puppeteer kind of uh, thing that they had going on where, you know, like why would climb or whatever. And um, if you held down a, it would, you know, you could sprint or it would cause you to sprint or whatever. Like it was very much like each thing was attached to a certain thing on your body. Like yeah. the, the face buttons were yeah. attached to like, parts of your body. 
yeah the uh, it yeah that, that was like the initial promise of assassin's creed is that it would be everything the controller is an extension of your of like the assassin but uh they've kind of gotten a little away from that it's not as extreme as it was in uh the first one but yeah yeah, yeah. I, kinda... I, I honestly like, I, I remember in the second or I think in Brotherhood, like I don't think the control scheme changed very much, if at all, if I remember it from the first one, and I didn't have a problem with it. Um, but anyway, um, so the, it took a little like reconciling with that in my head of like you know fighting that memory of like oh this isn't control like this anymore. It, it's not totally different, but it's just different enough that it would throw me sometimes. Um, yeah. So that, that was sort of the initial hurdle to get over, and then once I've gone from there that RPG elements thing is basically just you being gated out of areas. Uh, you're just okay. not strong enough to uh, fight anything. That's like, I would say five levels above you. You can sit there and plunk and plunk and plunk at damage away at something. And you might, 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 might be able to kill one. But if, if you get more than two things that are five levels above you, you're just, you're fucked. There is no way of getting past that. And that's, that is an, like, I don't want to say like, it's really frustrating because it gives this promise of, you know, how much, or like I say, it gives this promise of like all these RPG elements that there's like, Oh, okay. I can do all this stuff. Um, you know, I can, I can do some crafting I'm going to level up. It's going to get me stronger. Um, you know, I, I can upgrade my weapons that I get attached to, but then you get to the reality of, it doesn't really matter. It, you're basically kind of gated to where you can go and where you can't go. Uh, just, by the enemies and just how much they're going to destroy you. And it's not just the Greece uh, or the Roman or the Greek or the Roman soldiers. There's wildlife there too, that, uh, yeah. you know, if they're, if they're strong enough, they're just going to completely, or they're going to completely wreck you too. I, I, when I was like level 15, I came across some like 20 or level 20 vultures and they just completely wrecked my shit. Yeah. Killed by vultures. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You know, scavengers. Or like the, uh, the fucking, like sheriff of Egypt got murdered by vultures. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Uh, it was not, it was not good. Like I was trying to go through an area just to like get a fast travel point set up. Um, and it still has that same thing of, you know, synchronizing where you go up to the very top and you, you know, jump, jump from that and into an impossibly uh, placed uh, hay pile that somehow breaks your fall from 300 feet in the air. <laughs> but <laughs> just make a lick of goddamn sense. But anyway, um, yeah, that's like as far as far as like gameplay goes, like that that was where I, I hit the biggest thing. Now that I'm I'm like level thirty eight, and I think the hardest thing you have to fight is like level forty. So now I'm not really having any issues with it. But okay, it's the gating of it's a little obnoxious because you are definitely put into areas where you can go and you can try to go to these other areas, but you are just gonna get completely wrecked the first encounter you get in. It's it's not great. So there's even some okay. guys that some wandering mercenary type guys. Ah, I'm drawing a blank as to names, but uh, you know they're they're in their thirties for the levels and they will randomly go into areas, um, you know, 20 plus levels below where you are, or, you know, where you are and, you know, just seeing them occasionally, it's like, Oh, I, I might stand a chance against this guy. Not realize like the first time it happened. the first time I, I went up against it and I'm like, Oh, this guy's like 35. I'm 12. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting there like, okay, I've got this combat down. I can handle this. I can dodge pretty well. And I, I, I literally got him down like, like, like not to a quarter health, but I got a quarter health off of him and he did one hit on me and it just killed me. I'm like, all right, well, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's, I sat here for like three minutes, four minutes, just plunking away at him. And it just, just one hit. You wiped me. I'm like, no, this is, this is some, this is beyond okay. dark, dark souls level bullshit of just one hit and you're dead thing. I'm like, no, okay. I'm not doing this. So, well, well, 
I think I personally preferred gating as opposed to uh, enemy enemy scaling, like level scaling with yeah. you. If I, I, I mean, obviously that it's not like black and white one or the other. But if like I, I would I prefer this decision to like the Oblivion's decision of making every enemy level up with you, so you never feel like you're powerful anymore. So, but yeah, but I, I think like in Oblivion, I think the the trick there is you have more tools at your disposal where um, with Assassin's Creed, you don't really, I mean, your, your basic structure is there from the beginning. Um, you do get a variety of different weapons. Um, I mean, even just like the two standard swords, there's a sword and then there's the sickle sword. One will cause, um, or, you know, one's a little bit more, I guess just a standard, you know, average speed, average attack power. The other one's a little bit more powerful, but a little slower Then you get spears, scepters, uh, giant axes, giant clubs. So it really just depends on how you want to play it. Um, and there's a variety of different all, do, bows too. So, okay. Do the weapons all feel different and unique? And uh, do they change the way you play when you use them? Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. That. Yeah. It, you definitely yeah. have to consider your attack patterns when you when you do those because uh, okay. it's it's definitely not just going mash down and you know go nuts. Uh, even just the combat system in general, I don't. It's not. It's no great shakes, but there's enough there that. Um, it kind of keeps you on your toes. Even like I, I, once I started getting a little further in, I, I started getting a little like bored of the combat, I guess. But I mean, you know, after 20 yeah. something hours of it, like, so I just bumped it down to easy. Cause I didn't feel like I, I was being challenged enough that I was going to enjoy it if I bumped it up. But I also felt like I want to see more of this game without having to sit here and bang my head up against the wall, um, against enemies that are five levels above me. So if I bump it down to easy, it's like, I've got a little bit more of a chance of getting away from them. So it's okay. kind of where my conceit was on bumping down the difficulty. Um, as far as the multiple like bows go, there's like what equates out to a shotgun where you shoot out five arrows at once. And okay. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of weird. It's a weird, but um, the, the amount of damage it does, you know, it, it's affected by the distance, the closer you are the you know the more damage it'll do uh because i I guess the conceit on that is the further away it gets the arrow spread out so it hits less so it literally is a uh, a bow and arrow shotgun um there's there's just a standard hunting bow which you know you you pull back and you draw and the 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 longer you hold down the drop to a certain point it'll do more damage there's a quick bow where you will literally have five arrows sort of at the ready and it will fire off five arrows sort of like a machine gun almost it's kind of yeah, with a very, I guess, quick reload time. I mean, it's literally like half okay. a second. So. And then there's the, sure. the Predator bows, which are sort of the equivalent of a sniper rifle. Uh, you even, in your skill tree, you even can unlock ability where you can... Man, I'm talking myself out of this more and more as I talk about it. <laughs> but there's a, there's an ability there where you can even control the arrow mid-flight once you... Uh, once I've, seen, I've seen that, yeah. yeah. Okay. So. so, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. Bayek as a character is pretty interesting. I like him a lot. He's he, he's not like, like I said, I, I, I'm going off of Altair and Ezio, where Ezio's sort of the the funny, you know, smug kind of asshole, I guess, if you want. Um, Bayek is, you know, he's out for revenge for the, the, the murder of his child, which is, you know, something... I don't know. I don't want to say even as a like, non-parent. You could probably relate to that. Like, if somebody killed, like, you know, your... your you know, a friend's child, you would probably still want to, you know, kill that person. I, I can totally understand that. Um, but, you know, as a parent, it really kind of set in for me, like, okay, I, I get what Bayek is going through, but Bayek still has a great amount of, for want of a better term, like, warmth to him 
and it's it's very weird. I mean, he's he's the last of of the Medjai, which are sort of like the protectors of the people of Egypt. Um, and I don't know. It's he's very he's very serious about his job, and I I, I like Bayek as a person. Um, there's even like some of the side missions. They're a little you know eh, we'll say simple, I guess, for want of a better term. Uh, but yeah. there's one where you find some kids and they just, they, or one, one kid sees you after a synchronization point, jump off and he just takes you like, Bayek, I want you to, I want you to jump off these other places. And then you have a bunch of other little kids following you around like, oh my gosh, how cool is it that you're doing this? And it's kind of like a cool little thing of like, these kids are just like in awe that you're, you know, climbing 200 feet in the air and jumping off and, <laughs> you know, yeah. It, it, it's a pretty cool little thing. And they even give you a, a nickname. You are, you become the, the, the great flea. I don't know why you become the great flea, but it, it, it's, it's a touching little think, thing. And Bayek even kind of comments on it. Cause the, 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 the leader of this gang, the boy that initially sees you even comments that up. Um, he asks if uh, you've ever taken your son hunting. And, you know, he says that, you know, Bayek says, yes, we used to go hunting a lot. Um, and he says, well, I hope you get to go hunting with your boy again sometime soon. And then as the boy runs off Bayek, you know, very solemnly to himself, but not like, overly remorseful you know says yes i do too you know it, it's very yeah. much this this re- he feels as real i think as you can get in this situation but then there's areas where he doesn't feel quite as real with his wife which okay um aya who is just this like real badass um but she doesn't end up as powerful as bayek because she doesn't get any of the special equipment that bayek gets but you play as aya a few times and she's just um like two long daggers kind of fighting style, which is kind of fun to use. Oh. Okay. Um, but she never really gets all the tricks that, uh, that Bayek gets. Uh, she doesn't have all the special weapons and stuff. So she always feels underwhelming when, uh, you know, you go from him to, or from, you know, from Bayek to Aya. Uh, their relationship is, we'll say tumultuous, I guess at times, um, uh, you know, they're united in this, uh, quest to avenge their son's murder, but it, goes from you know you kill off the people you think did it or who are responsible and then there's another la- layer of it and then another layer and then another layer mm-hmm. um and on top of that aya is trying to get cleopatra onto the throne as pharaoh of egypt so you know they they grow apart as the game as the game goes on and it doesn't really pay off as well as i think it should because bike like i said has this warmth to him and you feel him as a character, but the relationship between the two of them almost seems a little forced from the get go. And it never really kind of goes beyond that. And that's like, it seems ridiculous that I'm like complaining about the, the, the character growth in an Assassin's Creed game. But like <laughs> Bayek is, is, is genuinely a good character. It might be like my favorite character of, in a video game this year. It's the, and, and could just be surprised that there's anything to him i suppose that's sure. my biggest yeah. thing it's like wow there's yeah. there's something to this guy i actually like him and whoever the voice actor is for him i mean just absolutely great job like i mean he does like i said just that that thing where he talks to himself very solemnly uh, he doesn't oversell it and that's that is a moment that i think would be very be very tough for a voice actor to nail exactly the right connotation that he was trying to invoke and i think he did it perfectly and there's a bunch of other areas where i mean he is just you know absolutely rage filled when he finds something else, I mean, his voice, like, not, not just, like, the tone, but his, like, actual, like, you know, timber of his voice changes. You know, he, he's normally, like, a very deep, um, deep voice, you know, kind of, like, 
I don't want to say like grizzly kind of voice, but when he gets like upset and enraged, he gets like very high, not very high pitched, but higher pitched to the point that it's like, is this the same guy doing this shit? So like I said, it's, there's, there's a lot to bike that I like, but the relationship between he and his wife that sort of plays out is like, Oh, okay. I don't know. It's there's, there's just something there that just doesn't add up. And it's kind of disappointing just because of how much I ended up liking bike. Um, okay. And then my biggest problem, I suppose, with the with the with the end of it was Aya's, uh, we'll say, literal play to camera, as she pulls up her hood, as they form the assassins, you know, guild ah, or okay. whatever. Yeah, she yeah, pulls yeah. up her hood and then disappears in a crowd or whatever, and it's like okay. it, it's a, it's a literal play to camera, like she's it the I I don't know, like the, the thing is like she wrote a letter to Bayek, and it's wait, like, is, this, is, is this like the end of the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She writes a letter to Bayek just saying, okay. you know, and we are the assassins or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it, it's called Assassin's Creed Origins. You know they start the fucking Assassin's Creed or, or the Assassin's oh, yeah, Guild yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it's the name. It's called Origins. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So, you know, she pulls up her, you know, she's writing this letter to Bayek and she pulls up her hood and then just disappears in camera as this, as she's reading or as this letter is being read in or by Bayek in Aya's voice. And then, like I said, it's just, she's, you know, she plays two camera and I'm like, oh, come on. They've never done this throughout this game. And it's like the one moment that I don't want it to happen is at the end and they do it. You know, it's just like, Ugh, OK. 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 So, I have I have a few questions. Please, please. It's, and then it's mostly me thinking out loud about the thing, because there there are there are a few changes in this game from previous Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed that make it kind of its own thing. Uh, d- okay, first off, combat. Combat is a relatively big change from what it has been. It used to be a very counter-based yes. Batman-ish uh, style system, and now it is, from what I understand, more Dark Soulsy actually, in a in a in a way, in t- in terms of its very parry-based. Um, I would say sort of it's it's a very simple combat system. Um, yeah. you can literally just kind of hack and slash. There's still a dodge button that you you need you need to utilize quite a bit. Um. Okay. But there's also different levels of uh, shields that, you know, you can, as long as the, uh, you know, the person that you're fighting against has that up, you can't break through it with a normal attack. You have to use a, I guess, a stronger attack. But then uh, there's some soldiers later down in the game that uh, have bigger shields and you have to charge that thing to break through. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you said the how, 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 how? How many times are you doing that charge? Is that just a thing you're doing a lot? You end up doing a lot in the game? No, just... no, no, no. I wouldn't say like like the charge one doesn't happen very often. In the end game, you might do it. I would say maybe mm, let's say twice during a battle, three times okay. during a battle. So it doesn't feel too weird, but it's just sort of like a okay. We introduced this mechanic and let's add a little to it, I guess. Now, when you do the charge. Um, it will, if you have like a weaker enemy, it will just knock them on their ass. So you can just right after that, just go into normal attacks while they're sitting there struggling, trying to get up. So it does kind of add a little to it, but I don't know. It's, it, it's a weird thing. I'm, I'm not too, too big on it. So I, I do kind of prefer the original pairing from the, like, I guess the first few Assassin's Creed games, just because I enjoyed getting in that rhythm and just looking like a total badass as you're yeah. sitting there, just being surrounded by guys and just like, you know, dodging, you know, just dodging all of these attacks. Yeah. Like, see, uh, it's, it's, I think this is my biggest turnoff in the game and I have a few, uh, but this is my, is easily the biggest one is because I, like you said, I liked some people thought it was, they thought the combat in Assassin's Creed was too easy. And I, I, I just thought 
it made you feel like a humongous badass. It made you feel like an assassin, like a like a murdering machine, because you would just r- run through dudes in the most br- in a bunch of gruesome ways too. And there were a lot of animations for murdering people in that game, yeah. in those games. And I, I, I really enjoyed the combat in those games. I, I really do. And I am kind of bummed. I'm, it kind of bums me out that they changed it. And I understand that, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta mix things up. You gotta take, and, uh, but I just, I think they went too far in the, in the other direction. And, I agree. And then there's not even yeah. something that even goes back to the original one where you know there's a proper counter move to it so yeah it's so i again i haven't played i i probably am gonna end up playing this game um uh but that's been my biggest turn off okay question two is about the uh the loot system the blatantly destiny loot system they don't even try to hide the fact that it's like (laughs) they even use the same color schemes right yeah it's yeah basic they they yeah and it's the same like Screen layout. They even use the same cursor. Like it's the <laughs> Destiny loot system. Okay. It's uh, so it. What I've heard is that you get a lot of loot in this game. You're mm-hmm. constantly getting loot, and it kind of feel it doesn't feel special. Eventually, getting like all this high level gear. Does it? Does the gear is the is the gear loop worth a loot system in this game because i in the previous games again all my all my questions are based on things that i liked about the previous games okay. and why in these games. so in the previous games i liked that there were set armor sets that you would go after and there were weapons that this this weapon is just better than that weapon. these are just some better weapons or maybe they changed up your, your style a little bit but i didn't really have to look at stats too much to it was mostly aesthetic aesthetic purposes in the end but uh it was a very light gear system and i yeah there was a very clear liked, upgrade path with those it, yeah it, it, and this one is a again a loot game so does it do, do you do you enjoy the loop of getting loot in this game um i'm gonna say that it's not it, it's definitely not a strong point um okay i don't think it's a particular weakness especially like once you unlock the ability to like as soon as you kill something it will just automatically get you the loot where um, early in the game, you do have to press Y to pick it up, basically, or triangle or whatever it is. You have to press a button okay. to pick it up. Um, a lot of it for a good chunk of the game is just literal junk. Occasionally, as you know, you, you come across stronger enemies, you'll get you'll get better gear. But for the most part, like I would find myself latching onto something, holding onto it for a while, and then upgrading it because its little stat bonuses um, were just better, basically, than what I was finding. And upgrading stuff is can be an expensive thing. So okay. there's, uh, I, like I said, I don't play a lot of loot games. So I, I'm sure this is probably a probably or probably a pretty common thing amongst these things. But uh, you 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 get in that like thing of like, well, do I sell this for the money to upgrade this? You know, with some of the new stuff you get, or do I break it down yeah. for its components yeah, so it's I can a... upgrade my, um, you know, your armor, your assassin's blade, your uh, your, I guess. <laughs> God, I don't know what it's called, but like the thing you, uh, the stabilizer thing you use, the stabilizer gauntlet, I guess, for arrows, for better aiming with your arrows, or the uh, the pouch for your arrows. It, it, it's like it's I don't know. It, it's this weird thing of trying to figure out like, okay, well, which one's gonna work better for me in the long run? And eventually, you end up with you know the legendary, the yellow gear, or the gold gear, I guess. And you know that yeah. stuff just supplants everything else. I mean, just plain and simple. There's nothing to it. Um, and so this stuff is also gated by level. I don't know how it is in like other loot games. 
but yeah, it, it's usually usually uh, high level stuff. It, most gear, even lower level stuff, is usually like sometimes uh, it's just like you have to be this level to wear this, and it's yeah. just that's a common that's that's common. Yeah, so. and that's and that's I, I, that's even the common uh, the common to like rare uh, type yeah. of items. It's it's yeah. there. It just I never found myself in those issues uh, with with those. So like the the blue and purple tiers, I never found an issue with that. Whereas as I started beating. Um, some of the like those those roaming like mercenary guys I was telling you about, um, I would get some yeah. you know, some of the legendary equipment drops. Um, some of that stuff's level forty, and like I said, I'm level thirty eight, and I still can't equip it. So, but you know, I've gotten a few weapons that I, I don't really feel like I need them particularly. Um, one of the one of one of the game or one of the swords you get towards the end of the game, if not the yeah, it's like right towards the end of the game. Um, it's very strong in damage, uh, and it's. I, probably like naturally where you would be level at that's where your level or that's where it's uh, level ca- or you know level usage is and it sets enemies on fire oh so <laughs> it's pretty great <laughs> so that sounds cool, all right like, busting out this like you know flaming sword and just like you know lighting these guys on fire and then it sort of does a little bit of that far cry 2 thing where if they're on fire and there's some grass it'll start lighting the rest of the stuff on fire okay. or there's oil okay. Okay. laying around it'll that's light the other people on fire too so it's, it's kind of great that way yeah we need more far cry 2 fire in our yeah, games yeah. but uh uh okay and i i think i can i have another question to ask but i think it, i think it kind of ties into the, my last one anyway so okay i in previous Assassin's creeds they were they were essentially they were open world games but they were very contained ones they weren't they aren't they they're very uh, they are not the kind of world game this game is. Yeah. This game, uh, and this game is huge from what I've seen and what I understand. Yes. It's a very large game. It is. Does this game earn its, like, how big it is? Or is it, does it feel empty and kind of point and kind of unnecessary for how big, to, for this game to be this big? Like, is it, hmm. does, do you feel like when you're, when you, does it feel worth it traveling in this world, like, in Breath of the Wild, like, I never, I didn't, I rarely ever wanted the fast travel because I just wanted to, I, I like running around the world and or race, you know, or a, even in a, even in The Witcher, which is I think this game takes a lot of inspiration from The Witcher. Well, I think that, I think they even said that said that said that, said that themselves uh, when they're early development. But uh, it's, yeah. Does this game, does the world feel like a place or does it feel like a video game open world? Huh. Well. Considering, I guess this is based on a place. It's a little hard to, yeah. I don't know, discern that. You know, yeah. this. Yeah. It, yeah. You kind of have to remember, like, you know, the the vast expanses that you're actually covering. I guess uh, in reality between the two, or you know, yeah. between two places, at that and how they try to, I guess, I guess, uh, circle that square for want of a better term. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, in that sense, for how far a lot of these cities are actually from each other. You know, you can't have, you know, Bayek sitting there riding a camel or a horse for, you know, 20 minutes and not seeing anything because he's traveling through the desert. But, you know, you also do want to have some sort of sense of how big Egypt actually is and how how varied the terrain is in certain parts of Egypt yeah, where, yeah. you know, you're going through the areas that are, you know, um, you know, the Nile Delta areas, which are very lush and almost like a jungle to a point to just the Sahara where there's literally like nothing. And then there's just the deserts that are more like new mexico where it's just like you know it's a rocky kind of sandy just kind of like yeah you know, this is kind of yeah. dumpy area um I, I, I lived in vegas yeah i it's a very similar kind of oh yeah yeah, yeah, desert. yeah okay yeah if you yeah. lived in vegas yeah. you know what new mexico yeah. desert basically is yeah so yeah yeah very similar yeah um so, so 
it does enough uh, filling in of stuff that you can find as you go. It's not. Let me see. No. I, I think it gets back to like what, what I was talking about with the side quests. A lot of the side quests, there's there's a very simple like routine of what you go through with some of these things. Like some of the, I guess, plotting points are interesting, but what they actually are as far as like quest goes, it's pretty, we'll say, limited in what you can do. I mean, there's go, go, you know, go find these things for me. Uh, go kill this guy for me. Uh, you know, you know, with that, like the, the kid one, that was the only one I think I found that was like jump off of, off, you know, off of an area for us. Um, but okay. it's, I, I guess when you get down to it, like side quest, there really is only a few things you can do. And I think it does it as best as it can. I'm just not overly impressed with it. Um, with the side quests in general, as okay. far as how much uh, or how big that world is, does it earn it? I would say, yeah, because I don't know if it would have felt right otherwise. Um, okay. You know, like you can see the, the, you know, the Great Pyramids from a distance. And then, you know, if you could hop over there, uh, you know, on a horse in like a minute and a half, it would feel wrong. But I mean, you can see them literally from like what feels like, you know, a hundred miles away. And, you know, and of course, at the time, okay. these were the largest structures on the face of the earth. So it was like. I don't know. It, it, it's, I it could do with a little consolidation, but at the same time, I don't know that I would want any, just is, because is it there, feels like is, it needs it. Is there stuff out there? Is there stuff to find out there, like loot, like like things to loot in caves and you know, or like oasis or oasis I don't know. I don't know. How to, yeah. I don't know. How to pluralize multiple, that. Multiple things yeah. of oasis. Yeah. 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 So, are there, are there are there like cool things to find out out there in the middle of nowhere that they don't that they don't point you to um, or is it just... you know what it, it does suffer from that ubisoft thing of like where everything <laughs> yeah. is there's just about you know something to point you to now um one of the things i did didn't mention is you have literal eagle vision um you have a, a, a yeah i yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes yes yeah, yeah. you do <laughs> you have an eagle that will uh you know you can use as your scout basically and he controls very much like a drone because you can speed him up uh you could have him hover which you know uh, aside from hummingbirds birds can't do so <laughs> um but then he'll, he'll he, um as his perception goes up uh he can he'll be able to pinpoint stuff a little bit more accurately you can find like when you go to areas like a new area you discover um it will show you where the treasure is um it will show you like secret entrance point or secret entrance points to certain areas you know like uh, like an underground cave that can lead up through like a, like a river or something. It It's kind of cool, but at the same time, it's like, eh, I don't know. So. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, those, those are all my, like my big worries about the game. And then, uh, so I, yeah, I, all in all, I, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. I, I really did, yeah. but yeah. it does come with a lot of caveats that like this, if, like I said, if this is an Assassin's Creed game that, you know, you're coming back to after a long hiatus, like me, it's going to feel very different. Um, there's a great bit of satisfaction in exploring Egypt and, you know, climbing to the top of the great pyramids is pretty fucking cool. I'm not going to deny that. Um, and seeing some of the, um, you know, seeing some of the monuments and the temples there with some of the garish painting that they have on there is kind of cool too. And then seeing how Egypt has adapted to, you know, one foreign invader after another with, uh, you know, Greece coming in and, uh, you know, basically conquering them and then having, you know, Rome sort of start their conquering of them now. So it's, it's kind of interesting to see these cultures kind of mesh together and it does an okay job of showing that. I, I, 
I'm not going to fault the game for that because man, that is, that is something that is tough to convey in a video game. That's, you know, maybe 30 hours long at its, I would say not at its peak, but you know, if you're doing a bunch of side quests and going through the main story at a decent clip, I would say about 30 hours is kind of around what you're looking at. Um, I could probably easily okay. get like 40, 50 hours out of this. if I was going to do all the side shit, but I don't know. It, like I said, the game, the game does a admirable job of trying to show you what that is like for these people because the Egyptians just keep getting shit on by one invader after the next, it seems like. And that's where Bayek kind of comes in as sort of the protector of the people, but he even protects the, uh, the Greeks, I guess too, that are part of the Egypt culture now. So, okay. So yeah, like I said, it's, it, it's, it's a weird game as far as like recommendations go. It, it really just depends on your ability to withstand uh, the onslaught of Ubisoft stuff. <laughs> so, because like I said, there's a lot of side quest stuff that is just there and you know, it's, I don't yeah, know, I, I think, I think their open worlds have, have burnt me out. So I don't, I don't know. Like, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm probably going to, I'm probably going to get around to it. Uh, cause I really, I'm in the mood for I'm in, in the mood for Assassin's Creed, but, I, but, uh, yeah, the, 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 the changes in this one are kind are kind of turning me off. But. Yeah, they, they, like I said, uh, coming from some of my favorite memories of the first Assassin's Creed or, you know, sitting in like Jerusalem and just having like, you know, knights sitting there attacking Altair and just me dodging left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, you know, attacking, you know, doing two sword swipes on somebody and then just, you know, doing that parry thing of just like, you know, slight like, you know, shuffle off to the side and then just an instant kill on that guy that was attacking you those are some of my favorite moments in like the Assassin's Creed games as far as combat goes. And there's none of that here. And that's very disappointing. Yeah. So hmm. I all think right. I've said about all I could really yeah. say about it for now. Yeah. So, and, uh, all right, that's Assassin's Creed origins. Yeah. yeah. I, I will all say right. this. I, there, there are parts of, I mean, of course I got to bring up the music somehow. There are parts of the soundtrack that I really enjoy, um, because they, they add a very distinct, like, um, you know, Egyptian flavor to it. Like it, it, when you hear it, it's definitely sounds like something you, that makes you think of like, I, I guess this is an ancient Egypt. This is, I don't know what you would call it. I mean, I guess yeah, 2000 years uh, ago at I'm, this point is ancient, but yeah, it's, it's a little, it's a little bit of what it's, it's a little old.
Now let me make one recommendation to you. Um, if you ever get a Mac, don't uh, don't empty the recycling bin with headphones on. It is a weird sound. You know it's very. Uh, I don't know. I, I, it almost sounds like a like a Silent Hill monster crawling for like a split second. It is just I don't know. It's a weird sound. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I, I guess we're back. So. Uh, and yeah. we're back. We're back, baby. <laughs> anyway, um, so this uh, so news is we'll say extremely light and some of it's depressing so we just decided we're not going to talk about some of it so we're going to talk about other stuff uh that aren't video games uh first off um i i think we're going to do this later down the road but i definitely want to talk about blade runner a little bit um john you had been singing this movie's praises to me for a while and man do i fucking regret not going to see this thing earlier than when i did it's 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 really good (laughs) it's it's so uh it I like the first Blade Runner well enough. I I, I am uh, very critical of it in some aspects. Yeah. I'm not, but uh, it is a fine movie. The sequel is I I've seen it twice in theaters. Uh, I feel confident in saying it's one of my favorite sci-fi, sci-fi movies of all time. Yeah. Now that I've yeah. seen it, I've seen multiple, I've seen it through twice in theaters. Um, it is, and. Uh, it tackles one of my one of my favorite subjects when when done correctly. It's overdone, but when done correctly, the uh, the uh, the notion of like uh, because like the first Blade Runner is like our androids are uh our replicants people too. Basically, it's like the most uh, boil it down to like the like, nitty gritty of what that movie is. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like. It's like, and now they've answered that question, and now it's now it's one of my, my a question I I find more interesting is what is the nature of existence, and like what does it mean to to be a human, and uh, they tackle that in a lot of di- in a lot of different ways, yeah. and uh, with a, in the, with a lot of different styles of character. I think, um, uh, what's the his uh, uh, hologram girlfriend? What's her name? Uh, um, I forget. Joy, Joy, Joy. That Joy. sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, uh, she's one of the more fascinating characters I've seen in a movie in a long time, in my opinion. I think she, they, they do some very cool stuff with her, and uh, visually the movie's inc- incredible. The yeah. uh, it is a it is a hell of a spectacle to look at, and yeah, um, this is one like I do I do want to go like I, I want to watch it again and a little bit more carefully but man there is a lot of uh we'll say like color tones that uh i think are trying to apply things that i really want to see if i can catch on the second pass because i didn't i didn't start noticing things until they a they, little later yeah they use color a lot in that yeah. movie yeah and it's so much so that i remember the movie in like stills instead of like scenes just from like it just like certain shots just with like a color tone over it like yeah. some that, like one specific, I, I, can't, I remember one specifically when he's walking out in the garage, and it's very, it's like a green hue over everything while he's walking out in the snow, and it's it's very striking. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, it's uh, it's it's weird. The movie is very, uh, it's a huge spectacle, but it's also very minimalist in a lot of ways too, which is I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot going on without a. I don't want to say without a lot actually happening when you get right down to it. Yeah, it's it leaves it 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 uh, puts out a lot of questions, and I don't. It never tells you the right answer to a question. I feel like, and it's, that's it, yeah, that that ambiguity yeah. is like something I love. Yeah, yeah, I love it too. It's it's 
that's why that's what I love about that topic of the nature of existence is it's such an ambiguous question, and they they treat it like an ambiguous question, and uh, like like I said, his relationship with the joy is a, 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 there's so many different ways to interpret it by the end of the movie that uh, I, I I I love. I think Ryan Gosling is, does a fantastic job. He's very much his Ryan Gosling character. Yeah. But I think it fits. I think I'm all right with fits, that. Yeah, I I like Ryan Gosling, so you know it's. I think he I think he is a much better main character than Deckard is in Blade Runner. I'm gonna say that. Yeah. I think yeah, he is. I, I would agree. So. Yeah. In uh, either Runners, as a matter of fact. Yeah, it's not. A, I mean, it's not a spoiler because you know he's in the movie from the yeah. fucking trailer. But, yeah, yeah so, his name's kind of in the credits for God's sakes. So although although I find I find it more likable in this movie than I did in in the original, uh, personally. Yeah. Um, that's again, you know, I don't. That's 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 personal opinions. But uh, I after watching it twice, I feel like there is maybe one scene in the movie that I it's if not superfluous, too long for its own good, and it it involves Jared Leto's character, who is uh. A very, a, you know, a god complex character, like mm. to the nth degree. So, but mm. like it's for for being two and a half hours, almost three hours long. It doesn't. It does not. Um, I feel like it doesn't. Like there are a lot of quiet, contemplative moments, but I feel like they aren't wasting your time with them. I feel like they're yeah. very important. They're very important for the themes of the of the movie. I I can't really think of any specific that I felt like, well, I could probably be done without this. And I don't feel like yeah. it moved at a good enough clip and still allowed you to process and think, which I really yeah, appreciated. Because it... like, like I said, my, my issue with the first Blade Runner probably just stemmed from when I saw it. I mean, I saw it as, I don't want to say young, but I was pretty young when I saw it. And it was just a cool action movie to me you know, at that point. Like, oh, hey, this is kind of in a dark, gritty future with... You know, he's chasing down these robots and killing them. It's kind of cool, you know, not even catching the, the undertones of, you know, oh, is Deckard a replicant, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, as I got older and sort of appreciating what it was doing more, I, like I said, it, it, I don't know, there was there was stuff in that movie that I was like, oh, I don't know if this needed to be here. Da, 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 da. But, like, this, yeah, it, I don't know. There's just so much to this movie that I'm, I'm very happy that they just let it sit for a moment because I think that's a very that is a very dangerous thing for some uh, movies to do is let you sit and think for too long. And I think this yeah. nailed the timing just right of like, this happens it's very hard to do and it's yeah. very and quiet they... and you have a moment to like process what happened and give you that chance to like, Oh, well, wait, if that, and then that, and then that, and then, you know, it gives you enough time to process it and give you that moment of, Oh, Oh shit. And then moves on. Like, I, I don't know how it manages that for every thinking process, but it seems to be just long enough that I don't, you could be maybe not the brightest at picking up that stuff. And still, I think it leaves you enough time to pick it up. It's, it did a fantastic job of pacing those moments out. Yes. It's, um, it's, it's so hard to do too. That's like pacing is such an important part of movies. And because, I mean, you have a very small, small window of time to get your in, your thing across. So and uh, Anthony, Anthony Villain away. I don't remember. His last name, I think, is French and not. I thought it was uh, Spanish at first. I think it's French. I was going to say, um, you, started, you started sounding like uh, yeah. Anthony Villanueva there for a second there. Yeah. No, it's 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 like 
I forget how to actually say his last name properly, so I apologize. Um, but he is uh, he directed Arrival, which I really liked, and Sicario, which is solid. So he is he is a very talented director, oh, and I'm very you looking, know what yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay, that explains yeah. a little bit. Okay. Yeah, like you can see a lot of the I think you can see a lot of the Arrival in it, in, in Sicario. I think you can see a lot of a lot of things from those movies in this movie. Okay, and because yeah, uh, I haven't seen Arrival, yeah. but I've seen Sicario, and that I yeah. definitely okay, I get it. Okay, it makes a lot of sense to me now. It's yeah, he's a he's he's kind of like a uh, up and coming superstar director at this point. So he's like, and and even like the the. Flashes of action in this movie are are so fast that you 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 always know what's going on because it's it's hard to explain. Like when when they remind you that K is a fucking machine uh, at times and he can't he is much stronger than humans. They uh, and much more dangerous. They uh, they do that very well. They just I know we we aren't going to do a deep dive. So, but, uh, cause there, are, I would, I want to talk about things, but I don't want to spoil anything. I don't, I don't want to spoil anything about this movie. It's, I feel like it's even, even things that aren't really spoilers. I don't want to spoil. I just want people to experience it all. But, yeah. uh, this is a, this is a recommendation yeah. from us, uh, to go watch yeah. this movie. Um, yeah, it's, it's and, my favorite movie of the year and it's been a strong year for, for movies for, at least for my, for, and for my taste in movies. Yeah. Movies. And see, that's, um. And, and coming from me, like as a guy who doesn't really like to go to the theater very much because of just the prices and we, we've talked about this before and just like how loud mixes sound these days. And I don't know. It's yeah, I I loved this movie. I, I easily my favorite movie this year. Um, I mean, granted, I don't I can't even really think what else I've seen this year. I mean, so that doesn't really help. Uh, but yeah, or movie that came out this year. You know, I've seen a few at home, but yeah. I've uh, I really like uh, up until I saw Blade Runner. My favorite movie of the year was Get Out. I still think it's a fantastic movie. That, that movie is also a masterclass in pacing. Mm-hmm. It's it's a super tight like two hour like hour and a half two hour whatever I forget how long it is, but it's su- like super tight and it tells a great story and it ha- and it has super great build. So that's another movie I highly recommend is Get Out if you haven't seen it. I know it's kind of been that's. Uh, it's uh, it's kind of a lot of people would recommend it, but yeah, I agree. It's very good. And Isn't then, it uh, up for a comedy or something like that? Yeah, I believe it got nominated for like comedy in Golden Globes. And that movie is there was some very funny stuff in that movie, but it is not a comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I mean, I feel like calling it a horror movie or a thriller is kind of um, not. It doesn't doesn't quite do it do it the service that it deserves. It is a it, it is a lot of things. It is a very good movie. It is something I think everyone should see. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, I don't know. They, they they do these weird categories sometimes, and I think it's just to get something in there. Like they put uh, "Orange Is the New Black" in the comedy category. Yeah, I I could I could see that more so than Get Out. Um, sure. Yeah, but yeah. just based yeah. on you know, like some comedians I've uh, you know I, I listen to on podcasts. I, man, that 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 show does. I mean, just I don't know. I haven't seen it just because it just didn't really interest me. Uh, I've seen I've seen the first season. It's okay. It does not strike me as something that should be in a comedy. Uh, I think Jimmy Pardo of Never Not Funny put it best. You, uh, you know, you, uh, yeah. It just, he just they were talking about it. and He goes, "Yeah, funny." <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's what I think of every time I want to laugh. It's like okay, well, yeah, you reasonable point. So yeah, I, yeah. Just everything I've heard about Get Out is doesn't sound like it's a comedy. So 
it's no, it's weird you know, it's but yeah, uh, yeah. Then other movie, John Wick two, best action movie of the year, easily. It's um, other movies I recommend to people. It's now that we're now that we're at the good getting at the end of the year, uh, like Star Wars is the last big one. I mean, it's and it's I mean it's Star Wars, so it's a, it's probably the biggest one if you want to be real. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, I, I think you're. Yeah. I, I don't think this one is going to change your mind if you yeah. like Star Wars. Yeah. This this yeah. will this will do it for you. If you don't like Star Wars, this is not going to do it for you. So it, it's yeah. sort of just yeah. A, yeah yeah yeah. So uh, uh, Logan, very good. Uh, Was that this year? Wonder Woman, the yeah, Logan was this year. Okay, yeah, uh, I like Logan. I, I did enjoy that one. Wonder Woman, I think, is the best superhero movie this year. I really, I really, really like Wonder Wonder Woman, even with its weak, like final final act. I think it's very like I, I it, was, it was very refreshing after the the barrage of Mar- Marvel movies because they just become so similar at this yeah. point. Um, well, and then and then the let's say average to crap that the the you know the DC stuff has been. Yeah, it was yeah. nice to get a good one. Yeah, it was in a very good one too. Like it was, it, it wasn't even like, oh, this is pretty good. It was like this is a really good movie, and I yeah. can't believe this came out of the DC stuff. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like the like the only other one, like I think the second one, second best one is probably probably Man of Steel. That's like a soulless fucking movie. Yeah, Man of Steel. But uh, uh, I liked Baby Driver a lot. It's hard to recommend that movie now because of Kevin Spacey, but I mean, I really like it. It's, it's a very, it's a very cool movie and with a, does a really, a lot of cool stuff with music. Man, they and, should just, they should just like figure out a way to just digitally impose John Ham's face on, on him. Cause that's <laughs> two, two, two John Ham's. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Double that John <laughs> yeah. Ham's man. I'm, I, I, I'm all about John Ham, man. Love John Ham. So yeah, John Ham's great. Uh, he's great in that movie too. <laughs> Have you seen it? No, uh, no, no, no. Uh, let, let, uh, let me tell you, John Hamm, I don't know how the fuck he does it, but he's he's handsome, he's a great actor, and he's genuinely funny. He's not one of those guys like, oh, he's funny for an actor. Like, he's been on Never Not Funny, which, you know, I, I mentioned it before, but like, you know, one of the fastest minds in comedy, and he can keep up with Jimmy Pardo, and it's just like, holy shit, I mean, it's just like, what? Okay, well, great, I know where I know where a lot of my stuff went when they were making somebody. Thanks, John. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind the hamaconda he's got going on too. <laughs> oh god, it's depressing. <laughs> it's like, do you have anything like wrong with you? I mean, I don't know, like irritable bowel syndrome or something. Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> it's like yeah. you're nice, you're funny, you're handsome, you're a great actor in either serious or you know comedic roles, and it's just like, oh, okay, great, and you know you've you've got a yeah. you've got a baby's arm hanging from your from your crotch, so it's like great. <laughs> Yeah, he's a uh, he's a perfect human being. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've I've never heard anybody say, "Oh, John Hamm, what an asshole!" Just oh, John Hamm. God, what a sweet guy he is. It's like, yeah. fuck, really? He's, God damn it! He's got he's got, a lot, he's got a lot of range too. He doesn't get a lot of. I don't think he gets enough respect for that. Like he's no. yeah. Um. Um. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. Like I said, yeah. Just, yeah. just superimposing yeah. that on on, on what, space. Okay. Fine. Well, yeah. <laughs> What else? What else came out this year? Guardians Two is okay. Spider Man was disappointing for me. Uh, yeah, you know, well, I, I, a, lot of, I, a lot of people, a lot of people liked it. Yeah, I that, just that was, that was I, my thing. Like, I, I yeah. enjoyed it. It just, I went in with it's not a bad. I think it's it's not a bad movie. Like, it's hard. It's hard for me to explain. Like, I just, I am without getting into the weeds of why I'm tired of the Marvel formula. It is. I that's like the like the most basic I can say is I'm just, I am tired of these superhero comedies like all with with everyone and 
everything's a team up now. It's not. It doesn't even feel special when like superheroes team up anymore. Like the Avengers was so cool because they built so, they built up to it for so long. Yeah. <laughs> and and it and it delivered. But now it just like. I mean, the third Captain America movie was a, was a team up was a team up movie. It was like it was people forget Civil War was a Captain America movie and yeah, not an yeah. Avengers movie. And, uh, Hell, I forgot about it until you just mentioned it. So yeah, like Winter Soldier is great, and that's probably that's that was the that was that's probably the best Marvel movie they've done since Avengers was Cap- Winter Soldier, and that was like three two like two or three years ago at this point. Let me uh, looking forward to. Bl- I mean, let me, let me, Looking forward let me, to Black Panther. Let me tell you this: uh, this, this, uh, the new, the new one that's coming out with Thanos in it, right? Isn't it getting to the point yeah. that uh, that Black Widow is just starting to seem a little ridiculous that she's in this anymore? <laughs> you mean like how is she gonna help? Yeah, yeah. Hey, I got some guns. Cool. Great. Uh, I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Scarlett Johansson. Love Scarlett Johansson. But man, she is she is starting to look like. Hey guys, you know she's very much, very much looking like the Me Too character now. I don't know. It's like I don't understand how you can compete on a cosmic scale. Like even Captain America, to a certain point, like you're just a really, really fit dude. You know. <laughs> I don't know. It, it just damn. Yeah. I yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, I I I don't want to talk about you know having having these things grounded, but I mean, you know, Black Widow just seems like I mean she's just very good at what she does, but you know. She's not really anything particularly special, I guess. Like, yeah, I mean that. Like, I was, I, I agree, and I feel the same way about Hawkeye too. But you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. God. God yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. that's that's how like superfluous I think he feels. Is like I forgot he was even in these things for the most part. Yeah. It's. Uh, I feel like it's just diminishing returns. I haven't seen Thor. I'm seeing Thor on Tuesday actually. After we record this, Tuesday after we record this, um, I've heard it's basically a comedy. So, so yeah. I, I'm going in with those expectations. I, 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 I have I've, heard, I've heard good things about how funny it is. So I, I don't yeah. Know. And I have too, but I feel like I'm going to, I've gotten to the point where it's, it's funny. And I'm like, I realize you're just trying you, it, I don't know. It doesn't feel natural. And I don't, I, although I've heard it's like most, almost, almost all of it is like uh, improv. If I've heard, I've heard a lot of it's improv, which is kind of cool. Hmm. Okay. But I don't know. It's, it's, that's a, I'll, I can't judge it yet. I haven't seen it. Maybe, yeah. maybe I'll really like it. Uh, so, uh, have you? Se- I've seen Justice League. Did you see it? No, no. That, I okay. I have so little to no interest in that. Yeah, it's it's better than Batman vs Superman. I think. <laughs> Ring an endorsement. Like, oh, okay. Like, let's okay, let's, okay. let's let's go ahead and retweet yourself on the air here. What did you say? Justice League is totally okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, there you go. I think I, I don't know if you yeah. need to say any more than that. I mean, let me let me tell you. Like, I, I took my daughter to see Wonder Woman because I want her to see something kind of cool like that, like you know, like a woman superhero. I am not spending like you know movie theater money to go watch that for my daughter. We will pick it up on Blu-ray when it comes out. Maybe we'll just rent it at Redbox first, and then if she's into it, cool. If not, nope. Yeah, it, it's that movie is a fucking mess. It is. Like it is, it has more heart than Batman vs Superman did, which I think makes it a more enjoyable experience. I also don't hate Batman vs Superman. Um, I thought it was. I, uh, I, I'm right in that camp with you. Of like, it's okay. 
It's yeah, awful, like, but it's not a, but it's not good. I I think there are awful aspects to it for sure. I think Jesse, I, I think Jesse Eisenberg is a fucking train wreck in that movie. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't even get me started. I'm pretty sure they just reused the cave troll from Fellowship of the Ring for Doomsday. <laughs> I still stand by the fact that it is literally the same thing. It is. It's um. But Justice League, like, because Zack Snyder, I believe his son died during production of this. Yeah. I know he had yeah. a fan. It, and so he um, took a leave of absence, and Joss and Joss Whedon to the rescue, to, which is you know have pick fucking two polar opposite directors to, to in, super, in terms of superhero movies. Like you can just tell which scenes were done by which by, oh, which, by which director at that okay. point because oh, it, yeah, yeah. it definitely has it definitely has a lot of a, a lot of one liners uh, added into it. Do you think if it didn't have that it and it just had one coherent like voice maybe it would have turned out better? Cuz that one coherent voice would have been Zack Snyder's voice, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. would it have been like, any it's, better? It's hard. It, it also I see I don't inherently hate Zack Snyder movies. I liked 300 when it when it came out. I haven't seen it in a long time. I think I've seen it once since then. Um it's a cool movie it's uh and this is going to be divisive but i li- like watchmen quite a bit <laughs> so, okay. never, uh, never saw yeah, it the source material yeah. never like interested me at all so i just totally yeah. skipped it over uh it is that the source material is unfilmable i don't know why they decided to film it but i do and i uh putting that aside i think i really enjoyed them i really enjoyed that movie it's it is Probably the close. It's one of the closer movies that looks like that kind of from the way it's framed and shot and like colored and, and, and all that. It looks like the most like a comic book come to life. Mm-hmm. Um, also, one of the greatest montages and in, is, in, is, in is at the beginning of that movie uh, over uh, Bob Dylan's "Times They Are Changing." It's a fantastic montage. Uh, so I like that. Sucker Punch is an awful movie. Um, Never heard fantasy. anything good. Anaseal, it's a okay. It's the color gray in, yeah. in a movie. It's like it's the movie. It's the movie form of the color gray. So like, that's that's what that movie is. So I don't know. I don't know if maybe or if Joss Whedon directed it by himself. I don't. I don't know. I mean, it would it would be a more coherent movie. So I guess in from a purely technical standpoint, yes, it would be a better movie if only one director directed it. Uh, and also, if the studio hadn't forced them to make it two hours long, like mm. it had, like it, it couldn't, it had to be two hours long because of all the complaints about how long Batman vs Superman is and Man of Steel, I think also. Um, and even so, like I believe people, a lot of people prefer the director's cut of Batman vs Superman, like the three-hour-long version what? of that movie. Yeah, I've, I've heard people, I've heard that people because. They prefer the director's cut. It makes a lot of scenes better, I guess. Okay. I have not, I have not seen that, so I cannot. <clears throat> no, I, I will, I will say, I think the director's cut of this movie will be better <laughs> than the uh, actual movie because you can see where the cuts. You can see the the edits in this oh, movie. Like, okay, it's, that's awful. Yeah, yeah, you can like, like as long as if you have. If you have any sense of like how of how movies are made and edited and the like, you can you can you can definitely see it. And also, the budget for this movie is surprisingly poor. 
it is it is kind of it's crazy to me that this is like this is their Avengers, and even though they're doing it back, they're doing it in reverse, basically, of what Marvel did. Um, and like, there are times where you're like, "That's a bad green screen." Great. <laughs> That's a really bad green screen. Uh, well, and, hopefully, Wonder Woman two yeah, turns out good. Yeah. Uh, I have. I hope so too. <laughs> I really Man, like. Is that going to take place that, in World War Two? It's I. I don't know. There is a tease at the end of this movie that doesn't, it's not a direct tease of one woman, one woman at all, but it's a tease. I think that will give, give an idea of villain wise where the next one's probably going to go. Okay. Um, now I, I'm going to be completely honest. Also, I am not familiar at all with anybody for the most part from the DC universe. I'm barely literate in the Marvel one. So it's like, okay. I mean, it's my biggest thing of the DC universe, like uh, being introduced to a ton of characters was uh, during the death of Superman thing. And I was like, Oh, I don't know who this guy is. I don't know who this guy is. I don't know who this guy is. Holy shit. All I know is Batman and Superman. Okay. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah. I I have a decent enough working knowledge of both to have conversations about them. I enjoy them. I don't, I am by no means a comic guy. Comics are daunting monstrous things <laughs> and uh, i've tried i have tried to get like apps you know like for digital comics and stuff to, i've tried to get into them and it's just like you don't even know where to start man yeah it's no, just it's, it's just so yep. i i don't understand how people i don't understand people get into them in the first place because like unless you started in the 50s like <laughs> it's like <laughs> so but I do like superheroes quite a bit. I mean, I really like Injustice too, and that's a it's all DC characters. Uh, so. uh, until the Ninja Turtles come out, uh, does DC not own Ninja Turtles? I don't know who owns them. Yeah, because I mean they were a comic, so I. So I, I mean, mean I, I, as, as far as I remember, I, like I thought Nickelodeon ni- still owned them. The, the comic was they, they initially were a comic book before yeah. they became became a show. Um, that's uh, that's also so cool that they're doing the Ninja Turtles for that game. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah. Let's it's, see, I'm, uh, trying, I'm trying to find like. It's uh, man, I don't know. It's Nether Realm does guest characters right. They are they tr- they know what they're doing. Uh, so. There's some news for everyone, I guess. <laughs> Ninja Turtles coming in Justice 2. But uh, they haven't shown them gameplay-wise. I don't know if it's going to be one character you switch between or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, uh, um, so, Mirage apparently owns the comic book? Mirage. They're still around? Okay. Maybe. Okay. Sure. Okay, well. You know, okay, forget I, it. Who cares? They're, 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 they're yeah. coming into Injustice 2, and yeah. that's going to make me yeah. play the game. So, <laughs> cool. But they won't be, they won't be, they won't be in the films, I don't think. <laughs> I guess, oh, like, God. I guess. Okay, ne- don't give anybody ever- ideas, John, please. Aren't they doing a, aren't they doing a Transformers G.I. Joe movie? Are they? They are. Yeah, there's two, those are two series I could give less fucks about. I love Transformers. Like, not the movies, but I mean, I like old Transformers stuff. But, yeah, Joe liked them when i was in the single digits and then i tried to watch anything <laughs> of them and i'm like oh this is dumb so i like the idea uh, i mean you know giant robots uh you know transforming into no i just like the giant robot thing never mind i don't really care about the transforming thing. <laughs> okay. talk myself right out of that one <laughs> just give me gundams yeah, that... yeah 
But yeah, Justice League's a mess of a movie, but I still enjoyed it because I, I like those characters and I like it was cool seeing them on screen. Yeah. Except for Flash, Flash sucked. I can hurt really was, fast. No, no, I like I like the character of the Flash, but the <laughs> casting was really really bad. Oh, is that the same guy from like the TV show or whatever? No, no, yeah. no. It's That's Ezra Miller. Uh, he and uh, he is just so whiny uh, and just like un, just so unlikable. I don't like. Uh, they made Aquaman. I've heard a lot of referred to him as Aqua Bro, and he's a he's a very he's a he's a, he's, a, he's Aqua. They, He's a very likable character. They had they had to make Aquaman. They had to work hard to make Aquaman cool because of all the jokes about him now. Yeah. So. I mean, he basically looks like uh, was it Chris Hemsworth now? I mean, he's yeah. He I mean, and they use Cal Drogo for Aquaman, so I mean, they aren't fucking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So he and he, uh, I think he does a good job. Cyborg, surprisingly, uh, a good. Wait, that's that guy's name, done. is Cyborg. Yeah, the character. Cyborg. I was going to ask yeah. you who the Cyborg dude was. No, it's same cyborg. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. He's he's actually Fuck a very a very Fuck you. <laughs> cyborg. Oh, you, oh, you mean oh. the you mean the company that has the name Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman and uh is Those came out are in the above 50s. Cy- above cyborg? They, they came out in the 50s. I can sort of excuse that bullshit. Victor Victor Stone, better known as Cyborg, is a very actually a very integral character in the Justice League uh in the dark side stuff. Um so he's and he is a he's actually a very plot plot relevant character. He's not just oh, and we've got Cyborg too. Like he's one of the he's a he's he's very important to the plot. So yeah, I think that was okay. that was good that they did that. And uh, seems seems to be seems to be well casted. A little a little moody, uh, but I think he towards the end he started to uh, become a little more lighthearted. Uh, and ba- Affleck still does a solid Batman. Uh, I I'm rich. I, yeah, yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a good line. That's a good line that they fucking ruined in the trailer. Like that's like that's like, like no, 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 save that for the movie. We need something yeah. to get people here. Yeah, like it's a good line. Uh, well, I mean, I guess I guess that was how they got them there. It's like, hey, this might have lines like this throughout. Come on in. Uh, I like. I think Affleck is a good Bruce Wayne. I still, I don't have a problem with Christian Bale as Bruce Wayne. I think he's a good Bruce Wayne. I, th- I, get, I will take the argument that his Batman is his, his voice is a poor choice and what, the, you know, like the this? voice. Mm, yeah, mm. I I it does not bother me that much yeah. honestly. No, uh, I, I, I really don't mind it too much. Yeah. I think those movies are fantastic. Me and uh, Connor had a discussion about Dark Knight on tw- Twitter a few weeks ago, uh, and I think Christian Bale is a really good Bruce Wayne. I've had I've had I've had this argument a lot. I've also I had to defend Toby Toby I've defended Toby Toby McGuire's Peter Parker and Christian Bale's Batman. Um, Man, that, I don't know. Ma- that seems like characters you shouldn't like actors you shouldn't have to defend in their roles. Like Toby McGuire, I thought was a good fit. I've found multiple people that think he is ta- that hated him as, as Peter Parker, and I was like, I just first of all, Spider Man Two is a fucking great movie. I don't. <laughs> it's so good. It's like it. It's so good that it's it makes Spider-Man three even worse by comparison. That's hard. <laughs> it's like um, it's my second favorite superhero movie after the, the Dark Knight. Uh, so, but yeah, a cat. I I like those casting choices. I'll say that here and now. I didn't know that was. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know that was like. I didn't know that was a fucking hard stance, but I'm taking it. <laughs> uh, I didn't know there were people that thought. I mean, I'm. I'm there's always going to be people that think stuff like it, but I, I, I know there was like a vocal 
group that thought like Tobey Maguire was a shitty Peter Parker. I'm like, no, I mean, he looks like fucking Peter Parker. He's a dork. I mean, he fits. Yeah, he, he fits that thing pretty yeah. well. Yeah, he's. I, what do you uh, want fucking Dwayne the Rock Johnson as Peter Parker? <laughs> yeah, they're pretty great. <laughs> you know, man, it might not actually be that bad. <laughs> I'm saying that out loud. Yeah, I'd pay to see that. I honestly. He, I don't. He being in a movie makes me want to go see his movies, and they're always they're not they're generally just terrible movies. But I still want to see him because I loved. He's such a likable person. Yeah. He's just, like like the Rampage trailer. Have you watched the Rampage trailer? No. You should watch the Rampage oh, trailer. God. Okay. Well, I'll check that out after we're done. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, because boy. it's it might it's it's uh it's very neck and neck with the quality of the Jumanji trailer. So. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I saw that anyway. Jumanji trailer when I went to go see uh, uh, Pokemon I Choose You with uh, my daughter. And, uh, boy, okay. They, they, really, uh, they really changed the tone of, the, of that series with that movie. <laughs> yeah. The Jumanji's a good movie. Uh, and, uh, oh, character, uh, Henry Cavill is Superman. I think this is his... Superman did this movie, guys. By the way, they kind of have shown that, and they've they've not really hidden that fact. But, no, but the fact that logo is in is in that uh, yeah. you know you never fight alone thing or whatever. Yeah, he's in this movie. Uh, I'm not not going to tell you how he gets in this movie, but he's in the movie, and I think he's I think this is the closest he's come to Superman doing Superman right. He'd be, he's very light. He's very likable which is like i feel like that's been the problem with the previous superman is he's been so um i don't know empty i don't i I always felt like superman's always been kind of empty though honestly like yeah like yeah he he is a he is an inherently hard to write character because he's a bad character (laughs) and uh yeah i mean when you basically just have an indestructible force like it's like great. How yeah, do I and they they lean in, they lean into him being an indestruct, indestructible force in this movie, and they don't they don't shy away from that at all. They don't try to like sh- uh, even out the rest of the team. Like Superman is fucking Superman in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and I think I actually appreciated that because Superman's a fucking cheat code, and they, and they treat him like a like a cheat code. Okay. Uh. So. And, but yeah, he he seems like he's enjoying being Superman. Which is, I think, a very key part of the character of Superman, is that uh, he he likes he loves what he does, and he doesn't he, he doesn't do it. Out of, I feel like he, maybe I'm totally wrong. I feel like he doesn't do it out of, out of obligation. He does it because he enjoys doing it, and so yeah, I re- I rarely like Superman. Like the like my favorite incarnation of him is when he's a bad he's, he's when he's a villain in the Injustice series. I think they think he's more way more interesting as a character. Uh, but yeah, and then of course Wonder Woman. They fucking they they nailed it with Wonder Woman. They like, and she's secretly the most important character they had to get right because she's the woman character. Yeah, and they had and treating treating her as an equal, not only equal, but it's probably possibly the most important member of the team in the end. Uh, and, and when it, when it's all said and done, especially because her movies are good, <laughs> or her movie <laughs> yeah. is good, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's not pluralized quite yet. Uh, she was also the best part. She's also probably the best part of Batman with Superman, in my opinion. Yeah, like, yeah. It was pretty cool when she showed up. I, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, not like going to disagree was, with you there. I was like, oh, cool. Somebody I can give a shit about. Okay. Like, she, like she actually sold me on the character in that movie. And then, like, at least in terms of, I thought I thought she was well cast. And then, like, of course, she knocked out of the park in the movie. Yeah. But uh, it, she's still great. So, yeah, Justice League, 
it's it okay. is a cast it is a cast of good characters amidst amidst a mess of a fucking movie. And if you don't inherently like superheroes, you're not gonna like the movie, I don't think. Yeah. But if you if you if you like superhero stuff, I think you will get enjoyment out of it. Would you would you would you dare to say that this is the world's okayest superhero movie? <sighs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. There's <laughs> <laughs> been all there's been so fucking many of them at this know, point. <laughs> it's like yeah, uh, uh Ant Man's pretty okay. Okay. I've never seen that one. <laughs> Doctor Strange Doctor Strange is pretty okay. <laughs> Isn't that uh, uh what's his name? Um Oh God, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, I can't. I can't stand him. <laughs> I, uh, God, every time I see his mug, I just want to punch him. I don't know why. I just, ugh, I don't like that guy. Um, just, I'm just waiting for the sex scandal. I, I'm, I'm like, I've never wanted like, oh God, please let let him be a creep because God, I do not like looking at him. There was this, uh, I forget what it was, um, like. And again, this was like, you know, a couple of years ago when I was going through like a real heavy like World War One fascination thing. I was like trying to consume everything like that was related to World War One. And he was in this uh, like uh, miniseries thing. And I got about 10 minutes into it. And I just could not stand looking at his face anymore. And it turned I just turned it off. <laughs> it's like, fuck. He knows he's, he, he, he's got a face that says, I know I'm smarter than you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I just look at him and it's like, oh, God, I just want to punch you in the fucking stupid yeah, face every I, goddamn time. It's like I've, I've never understood that smug asshole like look that people want to hit just immediately until I saw him. I'm like, Nope, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, his movie's just okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So fuck you. Cumberbatch. There's, a, there's, there's a lot of cool visual stuff in the movie, uh, which is, but, uh, overall just okay. Also, this continues the trend of superhero movies having a villain problem. <laughs> like the, they, since, this whole uh, universe, shared unit, this whole like DC Marvel universe thing has started. I think the only villain they've gotten right is Loki, and he they've even kind of written, uh, wrote his character into the ground at this point by how much they've had to use him. Okay. To, but, uh, a crutch, basically. Yeah, and but fuck, man, the villains suck. <laughs> generally, <laughs> like the CG in this guy is. It's better than Cave Troll Doomsday, but I mean, it's still not good. <laughs> and he's just a big CG. He's just a big CG dumbass. It's, his name, and he's his name's Steppenwolf, which is a bad name for a villain, but like it's an okay name for a band. But like, <laughs> he's a really he's a he's a really old character. Yeah. So and I, it's like I, I knew I I know I know of Steppenwolf, but he's this doesn't change the fact that he got a dumbass name. <laughs> it, uh. So, yeah. So. It's like, we, like I feel like there hasn't been a good villain in the superhero movie since fucking the Joker. <laughs> and uh, I think or, that's or, also because good villains are hard, even maybe even harder to write. Because you know, if you don't have a good villain, it, I mean, that plays off of but, off a hero. It's yeah, like, in, mm. in the pro, in the problem, that's that's like a double edged sword because villains are, in my opinion, the most important part of superhero stuff. Yeah, because you need to ha- you need to have a good foil. For yeah. for what's going on, for, you, you need to have a you need to have some some a character that delivers stakes uh, to something, and these shitty ass villains are just not doing it. Uh, Ultron yeah. was Ultron was okay. What was but, was it was it just I'm gonna destroy everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, see, and that's <laughs> that, like I yeah. said, that's that that's sort of the thing. I'm just like that's every villain, and that's why I think the Joker is such a like compelling villain. It's like he's just nuts yeah he's my unpredictability in 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 human form yeah 
he's my favorite character in comics is because like he's just like he can like yeah he's my favorite comic book character yeah so and you know that that made his uh yeah. <clears throat> his ending in uh or not ending but like the ending fight sequence in uh batman arkham asylum to me like all the more disappointing oh man it's like i'm just gonna bang you know, it up it's like what, what you know what? That, that's a top 10 game for me and i always like blank out the end of that game oh, <laughs> it's, like, it's like what the fuck you're hulking out here dude the joker really why he wouldn't do that they and they do they do actually cool stuff with with the effects of him doing that in the later games to kind of make up for the, the doing it in the first place yeah um but fuck that su- fight sucked. Oh yeah, it was. It was <laughs> that game is the game. The game is so fucking good too. Yeah, and it's just up until there, and it's like, oh, this is stupid. And especially as a Batman nerd, like if I'm any superhero nerd, it's definitely Batman and Spider Man. Those okay. two, like I'm not, like I'm not fucking reaching, I'm going deep in the woods here, like Batman and Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> so, but like, but like I really like those characters a lot. Yeah. So. Uh, You're not going like uh, even yeah. even like second tier X Men like Psylocke or somebody yeah. here. <laughs> I mean, my favorite my favorite X Men is Nightcrawler, so that's I guess the little little less maybe second tier. Hey, mine's I guess. Gambit, so. Oh, Gambit. <laughs> oh, <Mona> me. <laughs> but yeah, it's like those. Uh, and I think that why I like those characters is obvious because they have the best rose galleries of any superhero. Mm-hmm. Like they, like you can't touch Batman's, and like the only one that comes close is Spider Man's. And uh, even that, I don't think is yeah. I, I think it's a not distant, but eh, far away second. It's it's definitely second, but it, yeah, it's not. I mean, the the X Men have Magneto, who's a fantastic villain, but uh, a lot of their other villains aren't that great. Yeah, um, I would say most of their other villains aren't that great. They're just sort of like yeah. villains of the week, basically, without much yeah. without much purpose. But luckily, Magneto's a really cool like. W- Nazi allegory, which is he's a really cool character. Yeah, he's a really cool there is a yeah. surprising amount of depth to to Magneto yeah. once if you start digging yeah. on him. That's what I think is like really yeah. cool. Yeah, he's like his mot- his hypocrisy motivations are really like he. Yeah, there's somebody. He's a great character. Yeah. So, but uh, uh, but yeah, you, Batman's like I love Arkham Asylum because it it digs. It's there's so much Batman history in that game. You can if you if you uh do the work of looking for collectibles and stuff. And I think they, yeah. God. Bring it back to games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, that that's a game. I think it might be interesting to go like revisit on a game club at some point. Um, it's just, Oh yeah. I, I, I've got some like qualms in my head with that game. Like, I mean, I guess I haven't played it since it initially came out and there's just some stuff in there that I think is only going to be exasperated as far as like my oh, yeah, it's, feelings. It's a- coming back to it this much this much further down the road because i mean i guess that joker thing was stupid and i really was not a fan of that riddler shit oh see i got every riddler trophy that oh i I did too i just thought they were stupid like i i loved it i I hate i i i I thought it went too far in arkham arkham uh city i thought they went too far i never Uh, played that one you never played arkham city Mm -mm. arkham city is a is a very good game, but I think it loses some of it loses the Metroid stuff of Arkham Asylum that made it so awesome. It mm-hmm. loses by making by making open world. It loses some of my favorite parts of Arkham City of Asylum, and uh, so. But yeah, I love Arkham Asylum, and I the combat going back to it like the combat is going to be worse because they improved upon it over two games. Yeah, and uh, oh, and then they added the Batmobile. Yes, yeah, so they added that the Batmobile. By, by all accounts, is a dumb, dumb addition. 
It is. It's not that bad. Like, I have heard it's it gets cool. terrible. Yeah. I, it is cool driving the Batmobile down Gotham streets because every like there, like all the stuff on the in the road is destructible. So just fucking barreling through the Gotham streets, just destroying like uh, barriers and sidewalks and street lamps and stuff is is kind of cool. It's just like, but yeah, but like doing the hover tank thing, like, they do that way too much. Uh, and then also the twist in Arkham Knight is so painfully obvious, and the fact that they tried to hide how obvious it was with the with the uh, at with like the marketing for the game, yeah. And then it still ended up being the thing you thought it was in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> and don't don't they hide uh, the true ending behind like a bunch of like like kind of Riddler puzzle yeah, shit? Yeah, the true, the true ending. Is, I I looked it up online. I think that's that that was what yeah. I had heard was like people were just like I'm not sitting through all this bullshit to get through this. I, I'm just I, I, no, I was like I can't I can't I can't do I I don't want to do all these and yeah, there is a so. All right. Well, I just added that to the game club list. So, oh yeah, that's that's a very cool trailer. I'm I'm curious about what Rocksteady does next. I know some people assume they're going to do a superhero thing, but uh, I just who knows. I'm yeah. I'm sure though. I'm sure they they're working on something. Well, they've got to be. I mean, yeah. I, you know, diminishing returns maybe on on some of those Batman games aside. Um, you know, they sold really well. So, I mean, I yeah, I played all. Maybe. I played all of them. To, I played all of them to completion, even Origins. Wow. Okay. Yeah. You know, I heard. This is just me. Uh, I have heard Origins isn't as bad as people make it out to be. It's story. It has a very good story, actually. It uh, because it it deals with the early Batman Joker relationship, mm-hmm. and Troy Baker does a kill is a fine fucking job replacing Mark Hamill for that game. Okay. He's uh, yeah. It's they. There is a if you are a fan of the Joker, there is a lot of cool Joker stuff in Arkham Origins. Um, that it's unfortunately that game has, was very buggy, like very very buggy, and uh, very iterative in in all and like even and the stuff it added, like it added like, like a gadget or two, and they weren't very useful. Oh okay. Oh uh, well, you know, and and I I guess it's since it was a different studio that did it. Um, it's I don't know. Like I thought it was weird that they didn't include it with that uh that uh. Twin pack that came out for the Xbox One and PS4 recently. Oh, they, yeah, I, I don't know. They, I don't, they I don't only see why they didn't throw it in there. And then I've heard that those two games are pretty buggy on the PS4 and Xbox One, or they were initially. I don't know about now. It's been months, so. And those those games have had like Arkham Knight was a on PC was a disaster when it came out. Yeah, Warner Brothers doesn't have a good track record. I think if yeah. I remember right with PC. Yeah, so. yeah, uh, but I've not seen those uh, remasters. I, I, I have almost bought it a few times because I love those games. Most mostly for Asylum. I don't know if I'd. Ever, I don't know if I'd. Unless for a game club would be the only reason I'd probably play City again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'd have to get through. We'd have to do Asylum first before I decide if I really want. Oh, to yeah, through, oh yeah. Oh yeah. through the oh, larger yeah. scale oh, version yeah. of that thing because, like I said, I, I had some issues with that game when it came out, and like I said, you know, what are we probably like eight seven years down from that thing now, I think I would probably, they probably only kind of rise to the surface a little bit more quickly for me at this point. So yeah, it's, I, I'm sure the things that have not aged well about Arkham Asylum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Well, we better wrap this up because we've been recording for quite a while here. So, uh, yeah, I, I had a couple of things I wanted to say, but, uh, or like 
talk about, but man, we can save that for the next one. I'm, I'm yeah. no, no particular hurry. I'm still working through one of the things that I was going to talk about. So, uh, oh, you know, okay. I do, I do want to throw one quick thing here. I'm rewatching the seventh season of Game of Thrones. Man, we did not need two minutes of Sam cleaning the the, the diarrhea montage. <laughs> that was totally not fucking necessary. That did not need to happen. God damn it! Why the uh, fuck was that happening for so long? Fifteen seconds, I get it. God damn, it was like it was like a minute and a half was, of that. <laughs> it was very long. Also, uh, well, one thing last thing I want to mention: uh, I watched The Punisher. Very good. It's a bit of a slow burn. That character is easy easy to make lame. They nail it though. John Bernthal is awesome. I love John Bernthal. Um, uh, uh, but yeah, Punisher, Punisher worth worth definitely worth a watch if you like those Marvel TV shows. Probably my second favorite season after the first Daredevil. Uh, I think I like it more than Jessica Jones. Okay, but uh, it's very good. A, that guy or the guy that plays the Punisher, he's the guy from uh, Walking Dead, right? Yes, Jane from Walking I, Dead. I've got a hard time separating him and the woman that plays Jessica Jones from their characters in uh, Walking Dead and uh, Breaking Bad, respectively. I just I see them, and that's who I see. Wait, it's Kristen Ritter's in Kristen Ritter is in uh, Walking Dead. No, no, in no, in Breaking Bad. Oh, Breaking Bad. I thought you yeah. said Walking Dead. I'm sorry. No, I said Walking yeah, Dead yeah. And, and and Breaking Bad, respectively. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. John John Berthold very much. He has he has a very specific character he's good at and but it fits for the punisher okay. so yeah because he was I, in the show I, I, oh god i don't remember what it was now but it was like the like was the prohibition era like the 40s in la and the only reason i like even knew it existed was uh dana gould one of my favorite comedians uh was in it so i, I watched it and oh. he was in that show and all i saw was yeah was that and i was just like oh man i got a i had a hard time differentiating him yeah i i yeah, he's very much that character, but I like I like him a lot as that character. So, <laughs> cool. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's wrap this up. Um, we're gonna be I want to say maybe doubling down a little bit harder on the game clubs next year. Uh, we have got a substantial list uh, ready to go, and I'm I'm looking forward to next year uh, as far as the game clubs thing go. Uh, yeah. Uh, John, uh, that one that I mentioned on the on our on our line chat. Uh, do you want to go ahead and say maybe that's gonna be the first one for this year? I. I guess so. Okay. Um, There's, yeah. Um, because uh, it depends on if uh, Life is Strange finishes up this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. so yeah. Uh, Life is Strange uh, barred, I guess, from that uh, conversation. Yeah. Uh, I think the first game club we're going to be doing is Shadow of the Colossus, uh, because there is a remake coming out in February, and boy, I want to dig into both of those, but I want to get back to the original first because I have not played that game to completion since the PS2. So. I'm looking forward to getting back on that one. So, it's a it's a very good game. Yeah, and uh, we, we've talked about how that is like one of my favorite soundtracks, and just what it did like musically was just so incredible. Um, I don't want to I don't want to yeah. like blow our proverbial wad on that now, but man, I, I am I am very much looking forward to that. Um, so yeah, we've got so we've got Shadow of the Colossus in in the mix. Um, and I don't know when we're gonna do it. Um, but Metal Gear Solid 2 is definitely on the list and can't, oh god I can't wait for that one I'm, and, get, I'm, get, I'm in the mood for some Metal Gear Solid 2 and, uh, and, <laughs> and I, I, I I think I only talked about this with Joe but uh, th- uh, 2018 is going to be 10 years since Metal Gear Solid 4 came out so I think we're going to have to do that one it has been 10 years and I think Man, uh, it's gonna be hard. I'm figuring out how to play 4 is going to be hard for me yeah <laughs> it's gonna, 4 is a because I don't, I don't own a PS3 Oh, okay. So I'll, figure, we'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. We'll figure yeah. something out. My worst case, I, I I think I have two PS3s. I can I can send you one worst case. <laughs> so yeah. Although yeah. 
with as heavy as those things can be, the shipping might it might just be easier for me to send you the money to go get a fucking PS3. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll think I'll figure it out. Yeah, uh, we, we've uh, got some time. I mean, that's in June, so I was thinking maybe we could do it around there. But yeah, but yeah, so we've definitely got some Metal Gear Solid in the future. Uh, three will be an eventuality, but I think uh, four might be a little bit more timely just because it'll be the ten year. Uh, three yeah. we can maybe postpone to a little bit further down the road because that is a yeah. long game and it is also a very good game that I think uh, we might be fighting each other over on who's going to be on that one. So. <laughs> yeah and uh, to see who gets on it (laughs) and uh yeah i want to i also want to get you and Brittany to do night in the woods pretty soon too that's that's a uh uh that because uh, i've been thinking about a lot like because we got game of the year coming up too it's december now yeah so yeah that's true um and then uh i would say maybe february maybe early mid-february uh we're gonna be looking at uh, uh legend of zelda link to the past okay that's um That is uh, that is a very uh, important game to just about everybody on the site, I would say. Uh, me in particular, because that probably... Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's all right. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> that game has roped me in uh, many, 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 many times uh, and brought me back to video games. I don't know how many times. And uh, on that one, we're going to have... Uh, you know, uh, Clearly, it's going to be me and John, because uh, we're on just about all of these. And uh, then um, uh, Rich, who is on uh, our Breath of the Wild special i don't know what you call that one but yeah special <laughs> that we did uh he'll be joining us along with maybe somebody else that's a special guest but uh you know to be announced i suppose so anyway uh that'll wrap that up so this is gonna be a big year uh 2018 is gonna be a big year for our game club i think we're gonna be uh, maybe doubling down on that one a little bit harder uh it'll be a little bit easier once we get all the dates set in stone so i can start scheduling out my gameplay time um but i think uh i think this gameplay or this game club thing's gonna I think it's going to be a good year for that because I we have got a, we've got a pretty substantial list, maybe even enough to get to get us through the rest of the year. But I yeah, I, I'm looking forward to this, and I think I may have gotten somebody else into the fold that uh, might be able to bring a different aspect to some of the games that we might cover because she um, she's a very PC oriented person, and she's got a lot of experience with stuff that I don't, and that I have always been curious about, and I think uh, her knowledge might be good. Uh, to get me to play stuff that I've been meaning to get to and the game club's a good excuse to do it so anyway uh, Twitter handles I am Jason Ariola, and you can follow John at John Lucero 777 uh, the the site eh, you know just go to gamesandjunk.net and everything as far as social links goes is up in the top right corner uh, so we hope you had a good Thanksgiving and uh, we will talk at you guys soon